Yo, what's going on, Juice? Not much. How you doing, brother? Damn, good, man. Let it good, do. good. <laughs> Another episode, man, in the books. Welcome to yes, Talking Sauce, everybody. Welcome. How's everything been going with you tonight? Hey, bro, everything good, man. Got, got some football going on. Got a, got UAB and uh, JSU playing. So, yeah, everything lovely, man. Can't okay. complain. Okay, okay. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you a story. So today, um, my daughter, so uh, uh-huh. she actually lost her first tooth today. Oh, damn, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what's crazy is it's like she comes to me and is like, with her tooth in her hand, it's like she's just so happy, like just like, oh look, hey, I lost my tooth because she wants to see the tooth fairy. Tooth so fairy. She is, <laughs> she is oh. so excited, and it's it's kind of crazy because oh, it's like she's growing up, and I'm like, uh, it, uh, some of our listeners, you might have uh, met my daughter in one previous episode <laughs> for all the live for all of our uh, live listeners. Uh, she popped up in. Uh, a video one time and <laughs> she was supposed to be in the bed so <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah so, so that's all right so yes, did it sir. just fall out or did she pull it out well uh there's <laughs> a little bit of both like she basically okay she's been into these cups like Okay, she took like 50 plastic cups from our, like, you know, we use plastic cups or whatever. And she Uh took like 50 plastic cups and didn't ask. And so she's been like stacking cups and playing around with them. And so she said, I was stacking my cup tower and then it fell and I got really mad and I bit the cup and then my tooth came out. I was like, (laughs) what? I was like, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, please don't put stuff in your mouth, baby. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, man. Interesting day. Interesting day. Oh, man. That's all right there. Yeah. Well, right on the, I guess it's like the bottom down here. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Like when when she smiles now, I'm like, oh, gosh. (laughs) You see that little dark Mm -hmm. space right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's get into this thing tonight, man. Welcome to Talking Sauce, where we get big sauce, talk college football, sports. So grab a drink, kick back, come and hang out with us. And I'm your host, Tim. Tonight, joining me, co-host, Juice. How y'all doing, good people? Yes, sir. Tell the people what's up. (laughs) They already in the chat tonight. Yes, sir. All right. And then... So tonight on deck, we got mm-hmm. some we got some big sauce going on, Juice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got some. Uh, let me give y'all my sauce rating. Tonight we got Southern Grace back on deck. Uh, I actually uh, have reviewed some of their lineup before, and um, what this is for all the people our first time listeners, uh, this is actually something that I like to do. One of my hobbies is craft beer drinking and. Basically, I'm just going to give you my opinion, uh, my rating, and if you guys do drink any beer, if you drink any other type of drinks, mixed drinks, whatever, send us your recommendations. We would love to try them. Uh, so tonight, we got Mosa. Mosa, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you a Mimosa fan, Juice? You like Mimosa? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I dibbles and dabble. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nothing like a good Mimosa on Sundays, right? <laughs> 
That's what they say, but I have to say any any day you feel like it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This this is definitely gonna be added to my Saturday lineup. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So what it is? It's a sour ale. Yeah, uh, and uh, Southern Chris is actually out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, it's five point eight percent, and I call it um, mimosa for for your big boys. That's what I call it. <laughs> That's my kind of <laughs> opinion uh, about it because it it tastes like mimosa, but uh, it's definitely got a little bit more uh, uh, kick than a mimosa, a regular. Right, mimosa, right, right. Um, and then, <clears throat> so it's a sour ale brewed with sea salt and tangerine puree. And so, okay. Yeah. Um, it's got the just a right amount for a sour ale. It's got the right amount of tart uh, and the uh, sea salt and tangerine puree work really well together. Uh, is okay. a, is a, an amazing beer. So uh, my sauce rating for it. Let me take this sip real quick. Mm, mm, mm. Five out of five. Big sauce. <laughs> big sauce. Big sauce. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, big sir. Sauce. That's what I'm talking about. I'm ready to hear what's 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 the round the wine you got tonight. So the wine for tonight is uh, Stella Rosa, but we going with peach tonight. We're going with Miss Peach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she is nice. Um, <clears throat> now, I like to take it, like you said, let's take a sip. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. That's what you want. You got to have that in your collection. <laughs> this is this is one of these wines right here. Got you got the peach. It's man, it's light. It's definitely one of these that kickback, just a kickback relax drinks. It's real smooth, not even a a tart taste to it at the end either. So it's it's very smooth. So I like it. Love it. So out of the wine sauce, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Four out of five. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. Wine sauce, big wine sauce. <laughs> big wine. <laughs> oh man. So uh real quick, if you guys wanna know more information about Mosa, uh you can head over to our Instagram, Twitter, also TikTok. Uh we are on Facebook. Uh you can head over there to give us your recommendations. Um and uh <clears throat> any description you want to know of as well you can find them over there so uh i just want to give a shout out again to my beautiful wife thank you for helping us out with the show uh we really appreciate that if, without you the show would not work <laughs> uh <clears throat> also make sure you check out our description where we have uh, all of our links if you guys want to support our channel if you guys want to uh, donate to our sauce fund to help us get these tasty beverages if you want to recommend anything, you can support to that fund as well. We'll shout you out uh, and we'll give you our review and appreciate you for that. So, uh, yeah, follow us on all social media platforms and let's get this thing started. Juice. We also uh, here soon. We got some guests uh, popping in. Uh, so we'll be excited to bring them in when they get on in here. And um, Juice, you ready for these yes, topics tonight? Yes, sir. Ready. Oh, man, ready to go, man. It's football. Yes, football sir. Is, man. Ready to go. What's the score to that game? Are you watching the game right now? I know you said uh, yeah. and, uh, UAB. 
Yeah, 10 0 uh, UAB right now. What quarter? Uh, this is third. Just started with just coming out of the halftime. Good. Okay. So it's on commercial now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That's what's up. Um, you said third quarter 10 0? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It's been a, yeah. That's it's a slow game. <laughs> game, yeah. Yeah, it's been slow. It's been slow. Yes, sir. All right, let's get to these soft topics. So tonight, we're going to talk about Florida Gators, death chart release. Uh, it's game week for the Florida Gators. Uh, yes, also, sir. Game one. Playing, let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to be playing um, you, uh, sorry, FAU, uh, Florida Atlantic, on uh, Saturday. So was that, right. September 4th? Yes, sir. And uh, we're going to have a new thing tonight for our show, a uh, new segment called our Sauce Pick'em, where we're going to pick uh, games of the week uh, that we are interested in. Um, typically, we're going to be doing more of the SEC, but uh, this week, since there's a lot of little Rudy Poo games, uh, we right. are we are going to pick around the league uh, for this week. Um, and also, you guys uh, in the chat, uh, please join us in our pick'ems. Uh, what we're going to do is actually we're going to start a pick them where we can keep track of the teams that uh, everyone picks. Uh, so if you guys want to interact with us and be a part of our pick them, uh, when we go over the games, just put your pick in the chat. And what we'll do is we'll keep track. And every week uh, we're going to update um, um, our uh, pick So and we also we, we might we got something else to talk about we might uh, have a prize for maybe the winner uh for you guys so uh, that'll be interesting uh we also have a big sauce game of the week that we're gonna talk about a little bit and uh we actually already kind of went over this game but uh it's the best game this week and uh right <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see so real quick juice let's get into this thing yes sir Give me one second here, Juice. Uh, go ahead, real quick, Juice. Let's pull up. Let's go ahead and talk about. Um, I know we we uh, Florida Gators released the depth chart uh, yeah. for this week, mm -hmm. and uh, go ahead and just kind of go over some surprises or something and anything you saw uh, in the in the depth chart there. Um, really, I mean. <laughs> Technically, no. I uh, wasn't shocked by anything that I saw. Uh, it's kind of basically what I expected. Uh, more or less, what we were seeing is on the offensive line, I really thought either White was going to be more at center instead of Kingsley. So, so that's kind of more of a shocker. But to see what they got as the lineup uh, off offensive line is kind of about what I've seen. But honestly, you know what? One thing, I actually thought Josh Brown would have maybe got a starting spot. But, hey, what can I say? Okay, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I think that um, I'm I'm really interested in um, seeing uh, Avery Helm. I know that if you mm -hmm. listen to um, Dan Mullen, um, you know, he actually talked about the depth chart a little bit and, uh -huh. um, you know, he was 
saying that the depth chart you can it don't really matter we'll see our depth chart changes week by week uh right he's like that's the depth chart for this week uh but it really doesn't mean anything so right yeah that'll be interesting to see what uh kind of what the depth chart is uh at that point uh on saturday so real quick uh we actually got one of our guests in here i'm gonna go ahead and bring him in here let's see What's going on, y'all? What's up? What's good with you, brother? What's up, Anthony? How you doing? How y'all doing? How y'all boys doing? Hey, man, we make it, man. Doing good, doing good. (laughs) Good, good. So we got um, the swamp inside the Florida Athletics, Anthony Beck. What's up, man? (laughs) Sir, thank you for coming on, brother. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all for having me on, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. This we, we I've been excited all week. Uh <laughs> me and Juice, we kind of talked about it earlier. It's like, man, I'm so excited for the show. And uh yeah. I kinda I talked to Jerry as well. He said he was excited. So um real he quick. Be on soon, by the way. Okay, cool, okay. cool. Yeah. Real quick, uh go ahead and tell the people. Uh and I do have in the in our description down below where you guys can follow uh the swamp. Uh, inside Florida Athletics uh, in the description, so you can follow them on Twitter, and they also have a podcast that you can listen to as well. So go ahead and tell the people uh, kind of what you guys, what your podcast is, and what you guys do, and what you talk about. Well, it's, it's pretty much in the title, you know. Um, we pretty much go inside all Florida Athletics, whether it's football, yeah. basketball. What's going on, boys? It could be football, basketball, baseball, doesn't matter, all Florida athletics. But, you know, with the season right around the corner, we've really been doing a deep dive into football lately. And we do recruiting as well. So, and what we've also started kind of branching out doing is what we've gotten fans of other teams on, you know, just in case, you know, they want to come on and, you know, talk about a game that they may want to talk about, you know, little things like that. But it's it's been a it, it's been a great show so far, and uh, we we enjoy doing it. So, you know, just anytime hey. y'all want to come on, anytime anybody wants to come on, you know, we we all for it. We want anybody coming on, anybody. Then you, that's what's up. And I know uh, one of your previous episodes, uh, you guys had Alyssa Lang on, and yep. uh, you know she's yeah. like, what is she's the host of a. Uh, what is she? SEC Network. SEC. She does um, a little bit of that stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. I heard y'all y'all talking about her dog and stuff like that. I guess when she, I didn't even know this. Her dog makes picks like for hers. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and the fun, the funny thing about that is, um, he last year when we played LSU. His name is Marvel, by the way. And follow Alyssa on Instagram at Alyssa Lang. And um. She also hosts Out of Pocket on the SEC Network, which I think debuted mm-hmm. again tonight. So her dog Marvel on there, the week we played LSU last year, actually picked LSU. Yep. Huh. The funny thing was, like, I, I, if, if, if I woke up that morning and just kind of had, like, a weird vibe. I don't know what it was, but. For Once sure, I yeah. Saw him make that pick, I was like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> like something's not right." And then LSU ends up winning, and you know, I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, you know what? I might need to get Marvel to uh, give me the lottery numbers or the Mega Billions numbers because 
Clearly, he know what he's talking right? about. <laughs> right, right, right. For real. Listen, if I see any fog this year, I'm throwing, like, I'm turning the game off. I don't want to see it. I'm ending the podcast. I'm done. <laughs> no, I feel you, bro. As soon as, soon as I saw it, as soon as I saw it, I was like, what's going on? And then, you know, everything happened with Keontae Johnson earlier, so I had a bad vibe about that game anyway, bro. So it was yeah. crazy, man. man. We should never oh, played it anyway, so it was. Day. Yeah. Real quick, too. Uh, I forgot that was we on also, the same exact day. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Oh, yeah, because it was like a little, do- you know, it was like kind of gloomy all day. Just yeah, yeah. That news yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then all that crazy stuff. And then also we had cow pits out and blah, blah, blah. We all know it happened. Let's not relive it. So, hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's in the past. <laughs> uh, quick, I want to introduce, uh, we also have for all of our audio only listeners, we also have uh, Jerry on the show. He just joined us. Um, if you guys did not see, so uh, Jerry, tell the people what's up, man. <laughs> what's going on with y'all, man? I'm uh, the co host of Inside the Swamp, uh, Florida Athletics. And, uh, you know, I do my usual trolling pretty much every day on Twitter. I've, I've been known for that for years, but uh, everything's the same, man. Everything's the same. I just graduated from college, so. I'm just, you know, trying to get in my bag with some of the, you know, some of the other stuff that I'm going into. Uh, but I'm excited for Gator football, bro. Like, you know, this year is my first year really like podcasting weekly. So um, yeah, man, I'm I'm lit and I'm excited about it. And um, I'm you know, thankful to be doing with my boy A V here, bro. So my guy for a minute. By the way, tell them what college you just graduated from. Florida Atlantic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Crazy. so you got some insider information, yeah, huh? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I went, to, uh, I went to watch like a practice or two, and um, I think that was probably around the spring. And um, I'm going to just say I think we're going to be fine. I think we're going to be fine. I know we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. But, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute with uh, <laughs> FAU because, I mean, just kind of looking at what they have, you know, they ain't, gonna, they ain't no like – it's gonna be. They're gonna bring it. Like I yeah. think those guys. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 Florida guys down there, so they got athletes and stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely gonna get into it. Uh, we appreciate y'all boys coming on, man. Yes, <laughs> like yeah, I said, yes, uh, I I messaged uh, AB a while back and told him, you know, love y'all show, and you know, I listened to y'all's first episode when it first came on, and uh, Please, I just like I like what y'all guys do and. Uh, it's fun and all the guests you have on. Um, it would, uh, you also got like Donovan, uh, Kaiser, mm-hmm. uh, Zach Goodall. Y'all had a lot of different people on. Yeah. So keep doing y'all's thing, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Y'all about to blow up, man. Uh, what's crazy is, too, I think we all got the memo to wear blue tonight, huh? I know. Right. <laughs> I, know I, I know, right? I was like, that's hilarious man that's hilarious so uh let's go ahead uh what we do too here is uh obviously since this is youtube uh i'm gonna go to the chat real quick because this is a big part of our show we love to interact with the people who come in here uh it's kind of our thing that we do so i'm gonna pull up a few of these different chats and we'll kind of react to them together so we got a regular here brian korth let's go gators What's up, Brian? Yes, How you doing, man? What's going on, yes, man? sir. Go Gators. <clears throat> uh, let's go. This is my missus. 
Uh, this is I, earlier. If you guys missed it, I actually told the story of my daughter losing her first tooth, and she says that my daughter is not happy about me telling the world. Oh, oh yeah, she's like, I got, I a, six, mad at you I got a six-year-old that's, that's going on eighteen. Like, yeah, that's, that's a huge, a moment, that's a huge like, moment. Like once that first tooth come out, you know. That's when you know that they starting to really grow up. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every time she smiles, I'm like, <laughs> like uh, uh, we gotta keep up the good work. Roll Todd, Mike McKinney. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> they already in here. Brother, thank you, brother. They already in here from week th- from week three. They already ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You already Dang. know what's up. I'll be down there. You already know. We'll be yes, down sir. there. <laughs> Uh, we also did, we kind of was, uh, when you guys jumped in, we started talking about the depth chart. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we all know that Florida oh. released a depth chart for the FAU game. And um, then, I don't know if you guys saw this too as well, Dan Mullen's press conference, he kind of contradicted the depth chart. He's like, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, you guys can worry about the depth chart, but that's not really the depth chart. <laughs> Dan's a troll, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah there's uh, guys on there that you know not going to play. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's he, – he, Dan, uh, Juice likes to say this a lot. Uh, Dan, he plays chess a little bit. Uh, he he kind of sets up stuff, and he'll do things uh, on purpose to make people mm-hmm. mad. Um, and even though it kind of rubs people the wrong way, he still does it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Uh, y'all have any thoughts on the depth chart? Did y'all see anything that kind of shocked you? Or, like we said, it's going to be – Florida rolls a lot of dudes in and out anyway. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't have too much on it. <laughs> well, I think, one, um, I'm huge on Dewan Black. So, uh, you know, after watching last year, bro, I was kind of – you know, iffy about Amari Bernie. So I thought maybe, you know, Dewan Black would take his spot. But from the, you know, what we saw on the depth chart, Bernie's still starting. You know, I think the kid has great talent. But a guy like Dewan Black, I feel like Dewan could be, you know, maybe a second, third round pick. Like if he has a good year this year, you know what I mean? So I don't know how I feel about that. But other than that, I pretty much expected the rest of the stuff. Um, Kyrie Elam being the punt return, I wanted to see him Graham there. But uh, you know, I guess I get it. Hands and stuff like that. I guess I get it. Yeah. Yeah, we – I don't – I mean, I, I feel like our punt return has been kind of like – even with Kadarius, it wasn't – I feel like they kind of told him, like, <laughs> just catch the ball. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of times yeah. Kadarius just could have, like – I feel like there was – you know how he does. So, yeah. I just feel like there was a lot of times he just was catching the ball and doing what they told him. So, And then you remember what Freddie Swain, he was mm-hmm. our – he was okay. He still was a safe option where you know he's going to catch the ball, and that's well, pretty much right. what we were looking for. Oh, he did break one, though. He did he break did. one. <laughs> him, and, him, him and Tony broke one. That's uh, right. Colorado yeah. State, was it? Was that Swain? Uh, Swain's was Tennessee, and then Tony's was Kentucky. Okay. Okay, okay. <clears throat> for me, that, that was one position um, that, that kind of surprised me because, you know, they went with the safe option, and it's funny, I was listening to Stadium McGarrett earlier today, and I got to shout those guys out, by the way, because they do a great job as well. But I was listening yeah. to them, and I kind of agree with them because I feel like the punt return position is a position where we can make plays. I put somebody out there that you know that can get the ball, and, and it's a scoring opportunity. You know, kind of like when we remember you had Brandon James back there, returning kicks and punts. 
You know, he can throw it for every time he touches the ball. So yeah. to put a guy out there like that out there, I feel like it's it's an opportunity to score. Although I will say this, what a lot of people don't know, Tyler <laughs> Elam played offense in high school. So yeah, I think if he get an opportunity to score, uh, you might you might you might see him break one. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if you see him break one. I agree. I, I agree. That's that's fine. But I, honestly, at this point, what we got on defense, I don't need him hurt. So I'd rather not even. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Now, I, I mean, I ain't trying to take away from the man talent. But sorry, sir, don't need your talents on this side. Yeah, we're already down. <laughs> one, need you we're already down one point on this side. Yeah, and Kamara yeah. hurt too. So we ain't, we don't have you know space for that, bro. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, so, we're down two quarterbacks yeah. actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm hoping, like you said, even though Finley Graham's not on here, I'm hoping that he ends up being that guy. Somebody yeah. else. That That's yeah. who I thought would get it, to be honest. And then they got mm-hmm. both back up. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like, okay, you got one of your, your best defensive player returning punts. Then you got one of your best offense. If somebody get hurt there, uh, I mean – but then I mean, again, like Marshall, but do you really want to put a freshman out there the the, the kind of start and, and during SEC play? I mean, this is damn. Uh, he already said, don't even worry about the depth charge anyway. <laughs> so, so, right, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see. I might do. We go. We go. Turn the game on. We go to take that depth charge. <laughs> <laughs> right. It might be a, it, totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what one thing like I see people talking about the returning starters for Florida, blah blah blah, like the offensive defense. I'm like, bro, that they're returning starters. That means nothing because in the SEC championship game for Alabama, we literally rolled like a million guys on defense that weren't starting, but they played in the first series that Alabama went down the field. Yep. So I mean, you could say they're not starters, but if you play in the first series of the game and all offense to me that means you're a starter technically you're a starter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah um we'll move on from the depth chart because like like we said it we don't know we'll see you yeah right, Saturday, right. right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depth chart, it is what it is yeah <laughs> uh some other news we got uh transfer tyrone truesdale which is defensive tackle from Augusta, Georgia. He played uh, four years at the University of Auburn, and he had a total for the four years he was at Auburn of three sacks, 67 tackles. uh, 31 of those were solo, and he had one uh, pass defended. So uh, what do you guys think about Tyrone? (laughs) (laughs) Tyrone. I'm I'm excited to see him, bro. I think he's going to be a guy that – you know, first of all, we need all the bodies we can get in the middle and interior. So, uh-huh. you know, that, that's the first positive. Uh, secondly, I went back and watched some of his film, like against, uh, I think, was it LSU a few years ago, two years ago? And, you know, he's aggressive. Like, you know, he has that dog in him. Um, I think he wanted him, you know, in, in his recruitment a few years ago as well. So uh, I'm excited yeah. to see him. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. He has length. Uh, he, yeah, I think he's going to be good with Shelton and Newkirk and Gurf. He'll fit, he'll fit right in. Brings a lot of experience too. I mean, yeah. like this is a guy that he's started the last two years at Auburn, and um, you know, just like Jerry said, you know, just aggressive. You know, he knows how to use. He uses his hands really well. You know, to oh, yeah. try shed blocks. He's gonna be great stopping the run. And you know, you play in the team like Alabama in week three, that's where he's gonna really be important because he's seen Alabama four years straight. So that he was knows my big how. Key. Yeah, yeah, he knows how they operate. So. 
Mm-hmm. And, and Newkirk being there as well, you know, he's going to kind of speed him up on the playbook and everything. But those two, those two together is going to be very important for us because of, the, you know, us playing Alabama. Alabama, so, yep. Yeah, we're, we're going, like Jerry said, also said, you know, we need all the bodies we can get there. You know, Gerb, we can't have him do it by himself. Yeah. He's nah. an athletic freak anyway. So, adding in a guy like Truesdale, I, I love the move. I love it. And I, usually, like, we're caught up on this kind of stuff, but that one, I'm not going to lie, I was totally out of the loop for that move. I, I, yeah, didn't, I didn't even know we were going after him. Yeah, neither did I. I was like confused, you know, as to what was going on. Like, we got a kid from Auburn, like, you know. Yeah, that was uh, interesting because I thought too with the scholarships and stuff, the way Florida was sitting, that since we took uh, Elijah Blaze, that we we didn't have any more. I I don't know. <laughs> I guess they can move stuff around and figure it out. So, uh, I think yeah, what I, I heard was like the COVID year, they're letting them. Kind of go over the scholarship. Uh, go some more, yeah. I think just—I don't know if it's just for this year. I think it is, but you know, because last year the COVID year didn't really count per se. So I guess they're allowing them to go with the limit this year. Gotcha, Juice. What do you think about Tyrone? <laughs> I mean, they basically said everything because that's my biggest thing too was that you play—you played against Alabama, right? That yeah. and. Well, you played against Alabama, and we need the body. That was just – and honestly, like you said, he's a senior, so maybe some leadership as well uh, that's being brought to the team. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I kind of see him as like a comparison. Maybe we could think about him as kind of like Kyrie Campbell. Uh, that's kind of a yeah. guy who I see him because just his seniority. Because Kyrie Campbell, you know, really was – uh, remember when he was out for us, our team was in chaos. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that like, was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. People were playing in positions all over the place. We like, why is he up there? Just it just put us in yeah. that shows you how bad the defensive tackles, um, as far as in depth that Florida has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting this guy is a major, major need. Uh, because if somebody goes down, just in case you'll you might have. You know, might be able to slip him in there or somebody else in there to kind of uh, pick it up. And like right. you, all y'all saying, his seniority, I mean, that's definitely a plus. So, um, and kind of pick up on that, you know, we literally had Zach Carter playing defense tackle. And although <laughs> he played, he actually played well there. He did. He did. Side, by the way, because he showed his versatility there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't need our best defensive end playing defensive tackle like that. Right. Without anybody's there. Like we 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 can't have that again. Yeah. And he also was uh in he played in the game where uh, uh the Florida game. Uh he actually recovered a fumble uh for Auburn uh that game and he also had a yeah. sack in that game as well. Yeah. So uh yeah, he's he I like him. Uh <laughs> hey, it can't hurt, right? Uh and also we'll move on to the next story. Uh Andrew Chatfield transferring. <laughs> I know Florida, a lot of Florida fans were like, what? Because like, uh, Chatfield, uh, he actually played in all 12 games last year in spurts, uh, his junior season at Florida. So, uh, and you could see every time I feel like when he was on the field, he was doing something good. He was, exactly, uh, bro. you know, yeah. you could see him just giving it his all. He's a bit yeah. undersized because he's 6'2", uh, 260, but 
I mean, uh, he had two sacks in 2020, and he that was his uh, uh, playing all three years at Florida. Uh, that was his only two sacks. But uh, in the limited time he got, he played pretty good, I thought. So yeah. how you guys feel yeah. about that? Avery, you want to start, bro? <laughs> uh, I, was, I was a little surprised, but at the same time, I wasn't. I mean, because with him transferring, it kind of tells me those guys that were behind him, like guys like Presley are really coming on, but – you know, it kind of surprised me because I thought he was—I thought he was a guy that was going to play a good amount this year. You know, spilling Zach Carter, you know, coming in and being able to just make an impact. Because as you said, you know, he, the games he did come in, like he made an instant impact. So I thought, you know, it, it kind of hurt because this is a great kid. You know, great head on the shoulders. You know, just a hard worker. So I'm just say, whoever gets him is getting a heck of a ball player. And you know, I just wish him well in all his future endeavors. I think he's going. Wherever he goes, I think he's gonna perform really well. He's gonna get drafted, you know, get to the NFL. He's gonna be he's one of those guys you want on your team. So not gonna lie, I was a little hurt by it, but at the same time, you know, it kinda of let me know those guys that were playing the same position as him were kind of stepping up. Yeah, bro. For me, I, I was big hurt. Like anybody who's listened to our podcast, you know, A B would ask, you know, who do you see breaking out? And pretty much my answer every single time was Andrew Chatfield. Andrew Chatfield, I think after the Alabama game, I was like, okay, like he's a guy that I see us rotating consistently. You know what I mean? Because one, he doesn't back down. He plays relentlessly and he's quick off the ball. So why wouldn't you play a guy that every time he got in the game, you know, he made a play, uh, you know, made a play in the backfield. So I'm like, okay, this is a guy that we need to, you know, keep seeing. And, you know, to hear him transfer, like really bothered me because I think he was a guy that really bought into our program. You know, he stayed for a while. Even we tried to move him to linebacker and so forth. He was, you know, there consistently trying to make the most of his time. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm upset to see Chatfield go. And I think he's going to, you know, be drafted. Uh, so whether he transfers, I've been hearing chatter about Miami. I don't know how true that is. But um, he's he's going to do well wherever he goes. Jerry was in shambles. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> I was mad, bro. <laughs> I was mad. He was in shambles. Damn. I've been telling a lot of lies about Chatfield, bro. I saw that. I was like, oh, God. You know, I don't even want to go to Jerry's town not right now. I already know. Yeah. He, he, you know, it's just uh, the timing of just – because, I mean, like I right said, I, I think I think it's just a lot of guys on the team right now that uh, – it, it, and like AB said, I think it shows you – keeps you excited about the guys who are playing or that are underclassmen, so – yeah. Um, uh, the room, I mean, guys like Brendan Cox, Jeremiah Moon, Chris Bogle, Lloyd Summerall. Uh, we keep going with uh, Prince Lee. Um, then you also have was that Antonio Powell, the freshman that came in. Right. So, right. I mean, uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh, with like you saying with Chatfield, him going to another team, uh, he's going to start. <clears throat> uh, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know, like, yeah, I never heard you heard Miami, but yeah. I think a school that would use him that needs him maybe that he probably could play and i'm not too familiar with all their team but maybe like auburn because yep. they're losing yeah. they're losing a ton of guys over there right a new coach um and you know um i could see him play, getting a lot of playing time over there so yeah he would definitely mm-hmm. yep and um <clears throat> those are only really two stories that i had to cover y'all got anything else uh Anything, any other news that happened this week? Uh, I just want to get y'all take on the Alabama game. Like, 
where like where do you see this game going? Uh, who do you feel steps up, and what do you think we can do to win the game? Are you saying the week three game? Yes, sir. Alabama. <laughs> oh, hold on, Jerry. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Let me take a goat. He's here, his man. way into this. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, he went with the hardball. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Shit, okay. that, sure. That's Jerry for you. That's Jerry. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, honestly, like I'm not I feel like we have the team that can do it. Um I think it's gonna be a close game. Damn, I don't know, man. Cause I'm be honest with you. Ask me after this first game. Because okay. I need to see what uh Rice Young. Cause yeah. honestly, that's what it's all gonna predicate on all to me. But yeah. honestly, let me stop this. Because Bryce Young ain't gonna have his first test until he comes see us. Bingo, exactly. So man, I like Dan because I trust Dan the man. So I'm already a homer anyway, so I'm definitely pulling for Florida. Yeah. And honestly, and still realistically, I still believe Florida can pull it out. I believe they can pull it out. Um, but what we what we really need to win is that the O line is gonna have Thanks. to step up. Old line is gonna have to. Old line, yeah, I know. That'll choke anybody up. Excuse me. Shit, if you if you're a Florida fan, it'll choke anybody up. This is our. This if is I our, have to say old line, anything with an O in it, you probably get choked. Man. Up. Yeah. This so, is our twelfth episode at Talking Sauce, and every episode, old line has been mentioned. Yep. Same, but, same. I mean, but I think the running backs are gonna have to step up. Yeah, because they're gonna have to pick up that block mm-hmm. to uh, to help. So that's what it's gonna come down to. Because I believe Emory Jones can do it and everything else. So we just can get him uh, protection. I think we'll be all right. I agree. At this at this point, I'm almost willing to play with four offensive linemen. Oh, mid, you know who? But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, hey. <laughs> Now I, let me see who who will we be talking about turnstile. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, cause because you 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 right, you know, it it boils down to the trenches, really, when you think about it. I mean, that's where games are won and lost. Yeah. And I agree that Bryce Young really won't see his first test until he plays us, but at the same time, the advantage for us is the fact that this week. Miami kind will kind of have exposed a little of Alabama's playbook, so we'll kind of know a little bit of what to expect. Unless unless Alabama just comes out and just pretty much run rough shot over Miami, I don't know if that'll happen, but we will see them open up their playbook a little bit more because you know, I mean, it is Miami. Miami's not not great, (laughs) but they're not like they're not they're not FAU. They're not like they're not South Carolina State. Nobody like that. Yeah, right. you gotta They're come and like you gotta that. come and play as we saw the first yeah. game a couple years ago. Uh, I mean, but that was us as, too. Yeah, but I'm saying, still, <laughs> so as, but I'm saying, if you if you recap the year before that, what Florida came off that Michigan game, yeah. uh, we I mean, Florida had all the potential to go out there and just 
dominate Miami, right? That's what the game was set up to yeah. be. Miami was coming in. They had just brought in uh, – or who who was playing? Uh, that was Jared – what's his name? Jared, Jared Williams. Jared Williams. He had got smacked 12 times. We literally had 12 – I think it was I think it was 12 sacks, right? How many sacks? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. like we literally sacked this man a million times, and the game was still close. But that's what happens when you play your first game sometimes. It just – we were sloppy. They were sloppy. And it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think that I got – uh, I got two opinions on the Alabama game. Okay. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why we can win. I'm gonna tell you why we can't. And I'm gonna tell you the reason why we can is because um, <clears throat> I think we have the best shot this year out of any team to beat Alabama. When you look at where the game is in the schedule, when you look at the game is played, when you look at the coach who's coaching for Florida, um, and also it really does predicate to me. The game predicates on Florida's uh, offensive line and also Emory Jones, uh, because we seen I, the offensive line of me. We seen Dan Mullen. We seen how bad the offensive line have played, and these guys not playing up to the potential of what Florida should be playing. Uh, but we seen Dan Mullen still scheme around there, right? We yeah. saw him yeah. literally. I mean, it was just times where we couldn't uh, pass block for anything, and we still out there throwing bombs and stuff. So I'm not really worried about. I mean. I am worried about it, but I kind of threw it to the back of my mind where I'm not. So uh, I feel like anybody can put a scheme together for Alabama with a bad offensive line. It would be Dan Mullen. Uh, Also, I kind of look at what Dan Mullen did for Florida when he came to Florida and when we uh, ended the losing streak to uh, FSU. Uh, we beat Georgia for the first time and uh, we lost to them three times and then we finally beat them. Uh, So this right here, to me, would be kind of his M.O. of coming in and uh, doing what he has done in the past where he's uh, kind of ended those streaks. And we – boy, is it a streak right now against Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and then my versus why we want is um, <clears throat> Nick Saban. Uh, and then we'll <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great reason. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's funny because I've said numerous times on our podcast to people, look, the only way Nick Saban is going to retire is if he dies on the field. And even Absolutely. if he dies on the field, the next head coach at Alabama is going to be a hologram of Nick Saban. So <laughs> he ain't going away anytime soon. But he they already, cl- they already cloning his brain, man. Reason, though, right. But for this reason, though, it's going to be a hologram for this reason. Ain't nobody else gonna want to come in and take the pressure of that job when he go. Big shoes. I mean, come on. Yeah. Big shoes. Like, like you right lose about one that. game, you fired pretty much. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was fun. like when. Remember when Alabama got blown out by Clemson in the championship yep. game? Yep. I remember. Do you do you remember their fans were firing Saban that night? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. Like, it, it's crazy over there. But hey, yeah. I mean, they're they're the gold standard and. I'll just say this: We're due. We we broke the streak against Florida State. We broke the streak against Georgia. We got a long streak, losing streak against Alabama. We we do. We gotcha. do for one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you saying. this: Go ahead, Juice. All right. So if you had to break the streak, but you had to choose, would you choose? And you, but you knew you were gonna get to the SEC championship. Would you? Okay. Would you choose to lose it now or it? 
to break that streak now in the SEC championship. SEC championship. SEC championship. SEC championship. All the marbles. Okay. All the marbles. Okay. It's not a question because yeah, you win that, you go into the playoffs anyway. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, like, if we lose, we we still got a chance to get there. We just got to exactly. run the table. But if yeah. we get there, I'm telling you right now, you already know that team will be hungry. They gonna they they know they want another shot. They yeah. don't want another shot. So, I I definitely agree. SEC championship. And if we got to play them again for the national championship, hey, I'm all for that too. Well, we ain't getting two out of three. I know that much. <laughs> right. I don't believe that either. <laughs> it's worth the shot though. If we have to. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be uh we all know what this game means to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh I mean this this is not like think about this too. I put it like this. If Dan Mullen beats Nick Saban before Kirby Smart does, oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Man, I, that's what I want, man. Oh my god. Georgia <laughs> Thirty eight hot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jerry, you they gonna well, delete your account over there, boy. Bro, they gonna they gonna have to they gonna block him. Yeah, they gonna have to block. Jerry, yeah. Jerry is used to having his account deleted and suspended anyway. Because the Georgia fans are sensitive, and if we beat Alabama, I'm just going to tell you right now. Follow him on Twitter at I am Breezy with three eyes this time instead of two. Said, and I was, <laughs> I was just about to go into that. Tell them, hey, if you guys don't know, uh, for our audio-only listeners or people in the chat, uh, you guys can go follow Jerry. Say it again. What's the follow? <laughs> it's uh, I am Breezy I-I. And, uh, for right you, now. <laughs> you, will be, you will be entertained. Uh, I guess, you know, Juice, he was telling me earlier. That uh, you wake up and you arguing with a Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I woke up early in the morning. <laughs> so yeah, bro, yeah. Smoke, but this smoke. man gets blocked by Georgia fans before he even before he even tweets. It's like I'm like, dude, what did you do, bro? It's bad because like I just be messing around, bro. And then next thing I know, I could like somebody will like retweet or quote tweet somebody's tweet, and I'll try to go look at it. And it's a Georgia fan, and then I go look up their page, and then I'm blocked. I'm like, bro, like this is crazy. This is crazy. <clears throat> Just doing it before you even say something. Yeah, bro. They already know. <laughs> well, let's go. No, to the chat. We're gonna go to the chat here real quick. Got all right. Donna Van Horn, Juice, Big Sauced. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, and uh, Jerry definitely. and Anthony, if you guys don't know, our slogan is Big Sauce. It's really we just came up with it because it's really a way for me to when I click all this crazy stuff because I'd be messing up over here. It's yeah. really a way for me to get out and like big sauce, big sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so and then also I'll like when I just can't talk or something like that, big sauce, big sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know our obviously you guys seen our logo it's a couple beers. Yes sir. Uh, we like yeah. I like craft beers. Juice he actually does uh, wine. Uh, Jerry, I see you over there with the uh, the gallon jug of water. <laughs> Gotta stay hydrated, bro. Gotta stay. What hydrated. you drinking over there, AB? The Gatorade. Yeah, the Gatorade. Yeah. Gatorade. Got yep. Gatorade. Okay, and that's what we like. We tell. By the way, Juice, what kind of wine you got? Because I'm I'm a wine guy myself too. I'm I'm messing with Stella Rosa Peach today. This man classy, oh, bro. Like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Stella Rose Peach. Uh, yes, Jerry, I appreciate the uh, song recommendation as well. Oh, yes, sir, bro. Page. 
you guys don't know, go follow us over at TikTok. We make TikTok videos now. <laughs> Shout out to the wifey. She got me on it. <laughs> okay. That's what's so, up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we also have Instagram, Twitter. We also are now on Facebook as well. Uh, tonight, we're actually trying a Facebook Live video, so I'm interested to see how that works. Okay. Um, you guys go over, <clears throat> and you can look in the description down below. You can uh, follow the Swamp inside uh, Florida Athletics with um, Anthony Beck and Jerry Brown, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and um, uh, tell the people where they can find you again. I know you guys have uh, your own Apple podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Apple right, Podcast, cool. Spotify, streaming on all, all of it. Yep. And it's and it's uh the Swamp Inside Florida Athletics. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, all your Florida news. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's move on to another topic here. Are you guys uh we'll we'll move on to to um let's go ahead and talk about the Florida uh FAU game. All right. And uh all right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, FAU, I actually have some stuff here to talk about FAU here. Uh, Jerry, real quick, though, before I get started, I know you went to FAU. Yeah. Uh, So you said you graduated already? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. What did you graduate in? I graduated with a degree in uh, biology. Mm. Okay. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank y'all, boys, man. Congrats, man. Definitely. Oh, by the way, uh, y'all, he almost got fired last night. <laughs> we had, it's hard, we had a reporter from FAU on the show, and when talking about FAU, this man kept saying, We, bro, oh, it's hard, bro. We <laughs> got fired live on the show. <laughs> Jerry, you got an owl shirt on up under there. Yeah, you got an owl shirt on up under there. Right. I thought about, I thought about wearing like an FAU shirt with like a gator oh. hat. Ah, uh, nah, nah, nah. Oh man, <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's funny. what's up. Yeah. Uh, real quick, too, before before you too, uh, before you get to it, I'm gonna pull up a little bit more from the chat here. We got Q. Miami is down six players right now. He says, okay. "Wow, uh, again, going against the game went hard enough for them. <laughs> Good really down more. We got Bernard Pinder, Go Gators. What's up, Bernard? Go Gators. How you doing? Go Gators. Uh, Corey Martin, offensive line and defensive line will determine Alabama game. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Sure. Oh, this is a good one here." Woo! To beat a man, you got to beat the man. The man. <laughs> I lie. Uh, yeah, Rich Yes, sir. That's a good one right there. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good quote right there. <laughs> uh, Jerry, FAU, man. What do, you, what do you know? Well, what I do know is, you know, we have a, a pretty good uh, – Pretty good DB. His name is Zion Gilbert. Uh, we actually came in together, like group chat. <laughs> 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 I hear you, right now. We, you know, my school that I graduated from. Over rejected me, so I got, I got, I got to keep that over. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, F- FAU has a very good DB in Zion Gilbert. I think he will probably end up going like maybe like sixth, seventh round. He could have went in NFL last year, but. You know, he came back, and I think they wanted to play more corner. Um, we also have a pretty solid running back group. We have 
uh what's the what's the guy's name? I forgot his name. Uh something James. Yeah, they have uh, and now uh, the other running backs they got uh, James Charles. James Charles. Uh, yeah. They also got transferred from USF Johnny Ford. Yep. Uh, he's what's crazy is dude is five five. <laughs> like, but I mean, when you watch him play though, like it's he's kind of an interesting dude. I he's, think they're probably good. gonna use he's him. Really good. They're probably gonna use him more in the slot than running back because they have another dude uh, that I can't remember his name. Uh, he was there last year as well, but he had like. 300 rushing yards as well, and he's 5'10". They have two guys that are 5'10", which uh, James Charles is one of them. Um, yeah. So James Charles is their, was their leading rusher from last year. So. Correct, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, we have a pretty good running back room. Uh, James is an older guy. He's been there for a minute. So, you know, he'll be he'll be ready. A vet, so, yeah, he'll be ready. Uh, of course, we got Nicosi. You know, I didn't know he was going to come in and start this quickly. But, uh, you know, he is a veteran as well, you know, very talented kid. He can move around in the pocket. Um, I think our offensive line is good. I have a friend, uh, pretty cool guy, BJ Etienne. He's going to be starting at, I believe, right tackle. So, um, you know, I want to see how uh, how Florida, you know, is able to get pressure on Nicky Perry. But it's definitely going to be a great matchup to see probably between uh, Zach Carter or uh, probably Bogle or one of those guys, you know, on BJ. But, um He's going to have his hands full, so we're going to see how that goes. Um, we also have a really, really good linebacker group. Uh, as we have in the past few years, um, yeah, we're pretty tough up there. The defensive line, uh, I'm not too sure about the defensive line. but They have uh, a they have a guy on the line, and I yeah. can't remember his name exactly, but I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he was a redshirt freshman last year. He was He's a defensive end. And okay. uh, I think last year he had five sacks. Like five and a half sacks as a restaurant. <laughs> like, good lord. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty nice. Um, uh, and I know I think they had a guy last year. I don't know. I guess he went to the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he had like eight, nine sacks. <laughs> I don't know his name, but it's like, good lord. Okay, they playing. A yeah, man, defense. yeah. Uh, but two real quick, kind of go over. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with FAU, little history was going on. So obviously the Florida Gators. Uh, we play Florida Atlantic on September 4th at uh, Ben Hill Gr- Griffin Stadium, 630. Uh, <clears throat> FAU, they play in Conference USA. They finished the 2020 season with five wins and four losses, winning their last two games of the season, playing a total of nine games. Uh, what's crazy is about their staff, and not, like when you look at their staff, they got some names on that staff. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah. Obviously, we staff. know Willie Taggart, right? Yeah. Uh, and then they also have Mike Stoops. Um, they also have Heinz Ward. <laughs> he's a special assistant to the head coach. I'm like, what is going on? Wait, yeah. he's on their staff? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I did not know he was on their staff. Maybe hey, there, there's money in Boca. There's money in Boca. <laughs> I'm like looking through their roster and I'm like looking at the I'm looking at the coach staff. I'm like, uh like Heinz Ward. Like he's one of my favorite NFL players of all time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> like, why is he on the staff and special assistant to the head coach? Whatever that means. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Mike Stoops, defensive coordinator. He's uh, over there. He was the head coach at Arizona from uh, 04 to 2011. Uh, and then I know you mentioned the Kosi Perry as well. Yep. So he just was named the starter uh, there. Uh, he played three seasons for the University of Miami. Uh, he played in a total of 24 games, 
and he actually threw for uh, 2,484 yards, 24 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and he had a completion percentage of 52.4. So uh, he's got some games under his belt. He's got some yards under his belt, touchdowns under his belt. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, the 52% yeah. on this belt, too. No, we're we going we gonna to pick him. We're going to pick him a few times, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to him. Yeah, I just I, I want to see. I, oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, A.B. Oh, oh I, well, I was just going to say, honestly, Willie Tiger has a much better staff now than he ever did at Florida State. So, <laughs> truth be told, I mean, that yeah, like you said, that staff yeah. has some, he got some really, really good names on yeah. this staff. So, yeah, I was surprised. They, yeah, to they, see they that. gonna be tough. And Jerry, if you say we were, in, we're talking about FAU one more time, it's terrible, man. It's a habit. The good thing is, AB, we're about to transition to talk about Florida for this game. So, <laughs> Uh, he's gonna say we. Yeah. He gonna say we now. Right, right. <laughs> right. in the right context. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just kind of what we want to talk about with Florida is just basically what do you? Uh, I'm gonna kind of do a little game here where uh, we're gonna kind of uh, who do you think's gonna have this and who do you think's gonna have that, right? Uh, and real quick too, before we start this, I kind of want to get all y'all's opinions on what you expect to see. Maybe give us a few things. I'm going to go over what I have here. Uh, I say a few things, and I got, like, five things over here. So, <laughs> you good, bro. Uh, so I want to see Jacob Copeland establish his dominance this game. I'm ready to see. He's got the number one this year. Uh, and I feel like that nobody's talking about him, like, in national the national media. Like, I just – I don't – you know, it is what it is. But uh, I want to see the offensive line come out and be physical. I want to see them dominate FAU. I don't need this. I want to see bodies being pushed. I want to see people on the ground. Um, and I want to see the defensive line um, ro- line up right. Like uh, the whole defense. I want to see yes, them. Love God. <laughs> like, please. Communication. That's yes. Shit. Yeah. If that cannot happen again. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see the cornerbacks and Nichols be aggressive. Stop. Like, I mean, you can line up off man, but dude, you can still be aggressive if you're playing off ball. Like, you yeah. don't <laughs> stop backing up. I don't want to see no more backpedaling. I need to see you react because uh, there's a lot of times where guys were lined up far off last year and they just didn't react quick enough. Like, you can play yeah. off and still be aggressive. So, uh, and I want to see the linebackers in coverage. Um, that's one of my kind of my keys because um, you know the last few years Florida with linebackers. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, a, la, a la Georgia games. <laughs> we yeah. we literally saw Jake Fromm, like struggle against South Carolina, and then he comes and turns into uh, freaking Joe Montana against Peyton us. Manning. <laughs> Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady. Yeah, you could combine all of them. He was that that day. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then last one, I want to see Emory Jones be efficient with the ball, and then yeah. Yeah, uh, everybody miss- know me know uh, <clears throat> Coke from the crib. So everybody know me know I gotta rock my guys from the crib. So and that's how we like it. Nobody's talking to him that uh, talking about him nationally. That's how we like it. So when he has a big season, then he'll be like, okay, this is what y'all mm-hmm. missed out on. We're talking about all yep. these other receivers, all these other players. Yeah, I, I think for him to get that number one, uh, he he gonna make some shake this year. Bingo. Yep. Yeah. I- I'm about my biggest thing at this point. 
I just want to see the old line. And come on, it, <laughs> let's everybody know what's yeah, wrong. I mean, and I, yeah. I, I honestly, because I trust in Dan the man, it's only one thing I want to see because we playing FAU, so mm-hmm. it's one thing I want to see, and that's the old line. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I think Nebro, like, first of all, the offensive line, I want to see us push FAU around. There should be no playing around. Establish dominance, and then once you do that, build confidence going into the next two games. You know what I mean? Like confidence is everything. So yeah. you know, I want to see the Lance. I want to see the Lance do well in pass cover. Uh, not pass coverage, pass blocking. If if yes. he can do that, because you know, if you have some guys that are relatively athletic, they'll probably end up you know getting signed to the NFL team. So if the Lance can move his feet, that'll be great for us. Uh, I want to see our young players get involved. I want to see. Uh, us build depth in the trenches. You know, those guys, like, I want to see Lamar Goods get in and do well. I want to see Princely get out there and do well. Um, I think our DBs are going to have a good game, so I'm not really too worried about them. I think Torrance, Trevez, you know, all those guys, I think they're going to, you know, go to work. Um, I think another thing I want to see is uh, Bowman get touches. I need yeah. to see Bowman get touches, bro. Like, yeah. simple. And, and from, I'm going to just say this right now. If I see Gene Demand struggle even a little bit against FAU, <laughs> who else you gonna put for the rest of the season? Gerald, let, me, let me ask you this, because we uh, trust me, we have talked about this so much, but I have gave it up because he made me see the light. Think about it. He's been there this long and he still started. What is your other option? The the man got the man got some pictures. <laughs> Of somebody in the program for him to for him to still be starting. That's what I'm fully convinced of that at this point. I mean, hey, I have brought this up. <laughs> man, we we have man, we have talked about this just so. Something just ain't right. I talked about one <laughs> player, and look, I'm gonna tell y'all this. Like, I know all everybody just talks about this dude like he's bad or whatever trust me we ain't doing no better than gene delance out there so i'm gonna tell you that just right first off but i'm gonna say this um there's a reason why gene transferred from texas you do not see offensive tackles go into the portal very often and if they do there's a reason why they're in there and that's why right now florida florida needs like you would think we we just got uh tyrone well, we're all saying, like, why don't we get an offensive tackle, right? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, there, but you know why there ain't we can get one because there ain't none in there. And that's there's true. a reason why offensive tackles don't, if they do go into the portal, there's a reason why. And there is a reason why Gene Delance transferred from Texas. And I'm not saying he's trying his best, Gene Delance. We all yeah. see he in there trying, but I'm gonna tell you this. I this is why I tell Juice, look, and then uh, AB. Hey, you might be right. Gene Delance got something on somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you might be right. You might be right. Gene Delance, he got something on somebody, and he's he's doing a very good job of (laughs) keeping it hidden. So, (laughs) but I still think that man, when you look at Florida's roster. I mean, I know people see I, – I know we see a couple games where guys go in there who play. Like, we had Josh Braun and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, man, if this staff is not putting uh, – like, I'm saying, if there's a guy better than Gene DeLance sitting behind him and they're not putting him in, 
I mean, I just to me that's crazy to think about. Like, think about what oh, we're saying here. <laughs> yeah, like, thank you. And, and but 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 think about this. Dan Mullen sees this. He's watches all yeah. stuff. He's the head coach. So if Dan Mullen is stopping somebody from putting somebody else in who's better, I mean, that's a conspiracy on its own. So <laughs> yeah, he might have something on Dan. So <laughs> yeah, it, it better be because yeah. if it ain't on Dan, somebody else need to go. They got to be fine. Yeah, they but, and, but like, bro, like, I, I want because there's no knock. I want to see him do well, and I honestly, yeah. I mean, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna say, it. but I, I, I'll just say I want to see him do well. I really do. And if we can just get that right side, because it's funny. Me and Jerry talked about this, and when you look at the film, he's right. Gene Delance as a run blocker. Is really really good actually. Oh, yeah. Think about it. Mm-hmm. It's just he's one of our best run blockers. Can, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he is. If we can, if he can just get the pass protection part down, that like that's the only concern. Like get get your feet set, get 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 everything right in pass protection, and we'll be good. Like that's all we ask. That's all he got to do. Work on that. Yeah. Uh, if I see that he's work, if I even if it is against FAU, if I see improvement there. Within these first two games, I'm not gonna say I have a whole lot of confidence in them against Alabama, but I'll say this: it'll be, it'll be a little bit more confidence than what it would have been if this was last year. Yeah. Last year against Alabama, you know we struggled. Yeah, pass blocking. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't run the ball with crap anyway, so yeah. I mean, that didn't matter. But in well, real life, like I say, he's good. Just clean up pass protection. That's all I ask. Because, yeah. because for me, the offensive line is what I want to see. So I want to see them. Establish themselves, dominate. Just get this game over with as as quickly as possible, right. and get your other backup guys in. I'm ready to see. Uh, by halftime, we need to see yeah. uh, Carlos Del Rio in the game. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to see here. Yeah, like, right. I, mean, I, mean, I want to see a walk on quarterback in. Right, exactly. <laughs> said a walk. Agree, A B. That's wearing like over forty or something. Yeah. Let's see him get mm-hmm. in there. And as a as a universe at the University of Florida, they need. Gene Delance to do well for recruiting. Oh, you dude. need him to do well. Yeah, you we do. Ha- he has to do well because if he, we already see, we already know. I know y'all didn't talk about this extensively. We already know what's going on with the University of Florida's offensive line recruiting. So I ain't even going. Looking on Booker hurt me, bro. Yeah, yeah, I was hurt. blame him, but at the same time, and then you just see guys like Jacob. Like you come in right away and play. Yeah, and then you but, see guys I mean, like Jacob, J- Jacob Hood, commit to Georgia. Like they just like adding dudes. Like he's not even gonna play. Like he could come if he came to Florida. Like dude, he playing play. day one. He <laughs> playing day, day one. But he's just waiting day one. If it ain't at right tackle, left tackle, it don't matter. Yeah, Booker playing day one. Oh yeah, and, yeah. He's playing guard yeah, or something. He's playing whatever he needs. But I mean, you would think, even though that with all the problems that Florida have, you would think that all, a lot of offensive tackles would try, or offensive linemen would try to come because, like, I know I can start here. Right. And you yeah. still can't get nobody? There's an issue somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> Bag, man. Wait, 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 w
this is what happened I mean, on come Target's on house, that. bro. We we this is our episodes. We be having these topics planned out, and then all of a sudden, what the office is lying, and I'll be over here. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, look, big sauce, big sauce. <laughs> like, right, my, big sauce. But but I, but I also said this though on, on a previous podcast. Like, as much as we want to recruit the five star guys, you want to know who I really want to start recruiting. Whoever's on Wisconsin's board, whoever's on board, whoever's on the whoever on their boards, let's get them. Get I was you right, you right, you right. <laughs> I was going first round too. Yeah. Penn State, they all got Especially it. what's going on in Nebraska right now, too. Yeah. Yeah, You're right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Scott to be up out of there. Y'all come on down to Florida and uh, right. and start. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Without a problem. Offensive line, everybody, for the 12th episode. <laughs> <laughs> but that tells you how important it is. Yes, it is. Right. Yeah, bro. Like, we talk about all these things. You talk about Emory doing this and that. But at the end of the day, if Will Anderson is blowing past the Lance all game, we ain't seeing nothing from Emory or Bowman or nobody. Nobody. Uh-uh. And like I said, that's where those the running backs are going to have to block. Yeah, because yeah. they're gonna yeah. have to help. They're gonna have to help. Yeah, maybe the whole two running back set is more for blocking than actual like passing plays or running plays. Because I mean, yeah. you gotta, man, dude. I know we we got like what fifteen hundred running backs back there. You better put one of them over on that side. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they have to run yeah. the wing T off. The- right for real. Right. Um, but yeah, that's a good thing. From year to year, about these guys is they can get better. Mm-hmm. We are all we're all praying. We're all praying. <laughs> yeah, please, please. Uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and get into um let's go ahead. Um I'll ask y'all just a couple questions about um who who do y'all think this game on Saturday against FAU? Who do y'all think uh, is gonna score the first touchdown? We'll start with you, Jerry. First touchdown. Uh Man, that's tough, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say Damian Pierce. Oh, I'm gonna say Damian Pierce. Yeah, Damian. What about you, AB? I'm gonna go. I said I wasn't gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go Coke. I'm gonna go Emory to Coke. Okay. Juice. Man, I... yeah, that's a tough one, man. Um, I'm probably go with Justin Shorter. Mm, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that is. That's a good one. And uh, since all y'all picked them, I'm gonna go ahead and go with my man Trent Whittemore. What's up? <laughs> What's up? That's, 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 hey, that's my wild card. I like that. Yeah, I, I love Trent Whittemore. Yeah, he's gonna be a dog. Yeah. Hey, oh yeah. Hey, they recruited his brother too, by the way. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, have y'all have y'all cool. got to see? Is he? I know he was at Friday Night Lights, right? His brother was. Uh, I don't even see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. was. I think he was there. I, he was. Um, I can't remember. I think they said that he uh, Dan Mullen actually came over to watch him, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, hey, that's some news there. <laughs> uh, what about who do y'all think um, will have the most sacks? We'll start with Juice. Uh, the mo- what you mean? The most or the first sack? The most sacks. Oh, shit. For the oh, season? No, no, no. Just for this game. Oh, okay. I think we're gonna have multiples. I mean, we're, I think we're gonna. Like have multiple. Yeah. I mean, ugh. 
I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna just have to start off with Carter. If you go give it to me, I'm gonna say Carter. AB. Mm, I say if I say the most, then I say Brent Cox. Jerry, I'm gonna go Vince Oh man, that was my that was my pick right there. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. What do y'all think has the first sack? That's a good one. Now, the first sack. I say Dio Body. I don't know why. I say Dio Body's got the first sack. That's a good one. (laughs) I'm going to go Bogle. I like it. You know what? (laughs) I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm going to say it. Jeremiah Moon. What's up? Like it. Okay. But if you think if, if y'all shot right now, y'all if y'all shot right now, wait till y'all hear my answer. Let's I said it. this last night. I'm going Mari Bernie. Oh wow. Why are you going to Mari Bernie? I can see Bernie blitzing and getting and getting the parry. I can, see, be- I can see it coming. Yeah, we'll see, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think I think I like Bernie being there just for the simple fact he does that, have a speed because he's well, in depth. In depth too, he knows like the, you know, we all seen because look, I'll tell you this before last year though, we was all hyping Bernie, right? Well, we were telling big <laughs> yeah. we were Bernie. I don't care who you were, we was all hyping Bernie and yeah. just I know I was lying about he could do everything. He has yeah. potential. But he now this is the money year, right? This is the bad yeah. year. Yeah, for Bernie, he can go. He can go and make. He if he does what he needs to do, he can go and maybe slip into, I don't know, maybe third round or something like that. Yeah, maybe yeah. high second if he and and I mean with his physical attributes, right, right. Who knows? He could even get even higher. And I mean, he just has the potential. So yeah, yeah. Because think about he'll kill the combine. Oh, oh, oh yeah, without a dude. doubt. Yeah, and, and, it's and, length and, and size. And, he killed the combine. Right, yeah. right. We have a couple guys on the roster that if they do what they're supposed to do, the combine, they're going to be like Trey Dean. Oh, my goodness. Like, oh, imagine yes. like if he actually goes out and plays how he's supposed to play and he goes to the combine, dude's got his shirt off. And stuff. Bro, that's what I'm saying. They're going <laughs> to be in love with Trey Dean. And yeah. then he goes to run. What and I'm hope. What does he run? I'm hoping he's in the right position this year because that's that's like you said that's right. been his problem. He's been playing out of position so yeah. so much. So he looks like a natural at safety. He played that. well as a freshman at corner, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, star was just not his position. He is not a star it, by any means. He's it not looks a, like safety uh, is his natural position. Yeah, it, it the way is he plays. Yeah, <laughs> like like mm-hmm. look, this is we had this. We t- we actually talked about this last week, AB, and uh. We said, like, the thing about Trey Dean is people, they rag on him and blah, blah, blah. But, dude, he literally played cornerback. He's not a cornerback. We saw that his freshman year. I mean, and like you said, he did play well enough. I like how aggressive he was at cornerback. Right. Because, remember, yeah. he had a lot of offensive uh, uh, passing experience and stuff like that. Yeah. But then when they moved into nickel, I mean, we all saw that train wreck. That was not good for him. Oh. That's not a position for him. But I like how she – picked him apart that Oh, year. my God, dude. And I don't <laughs> know what – I don't even know what – I mean, when you watch him, he, it just seems like he just was – even before the, play, the snap happened, you could see him. He was, like, doing this little twitch thing. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> so, I remember. Yeah. yeah. 
and it was just not a natural fit for him. But right. like you said, AB safety. I mean, if you see him, dude, that's obviously a safety. He a looks safety. like a safety. Yes. <laughs> he's like a he's like a guy too. You can put in the box. He's a safety. You can put. He's he comes down when he hits. Oh, if he gets you, oh, he gonna get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna get his nose dirty. If that's one thing we know about trading, he'll get his nose dirty. That's it. We just, yeah. we just can't have him getting dirtied up like he did in the championship. Yeah, Ooh, what was that? Mitch Mitch came and gave us, excuse me. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I think you know that man played defense when he hit like that. I think Trady gonna get <laughs> back. I think he's gonna get back for that. I do. Oh man, that's gonna be interesting, man. Oh yeah, that's that, 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 for, yeah. That, hit, that hit, man. That's not just like like that was a national story. <laughs> like that, hit, like they ESPN ran with that. Like, like it was like nine eleven or something. I'm yeah. sorry to compare it to that, but I'm just saying. Like they just ran it over and over yeah. and over and over again. So I know Trey D. He's got to be in his head, just like I can't oh, wait yeah. to get back into <laughs> right. And, and and I'm I'm not gonna lie to y'all. And it per- kind of pains me to say this. I had a little smile on my face for one reason. Because I'm thinking in my head, that's the football I grew up playing and yeah. watching. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. football right there. You see yeah. one of them kind of hits, yeah. mm-hmm. that, that's football. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. That's a – take it to – if it was anybody else, because on that plate, there wasn't a flag thrown, right? Uh-uh. No, if funny. it was, if it was any, if Florida would have hit that man, uh, hit no. John, man, bro, flags would have been man, all. They would have sent him to prison. Man, he would have been. He would have been throwing flags. Hey, he would have been out. Uh, uh, this first half against FAU. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, uh, agree, man. Uh, we'll move on. Do y'all got anything else? Y'all want any other questions? I know we kind of. Kind of brazo, but we got a couple more topics that we want yeah, to let's, let's get, get it going. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so let's move on here. And uh, real quick, we're gonna go over. Actually, I got it on my computer here. Oh yeah, let's go to the chat real quick. Major right style, yes sir. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yes sir. And that's one thing that uh, last week we had. I forget who it was one of our uh, listeners in the chat. Uh, he was saying that I want to see. Florida get physical again. And man, that's one thing that I think just all over the field. I'm talking about on special teams. I remember, I mean, you guys remember this. Special teams, dude, every time I thought we was going to block a punt. Chris every Rennie, time right. I thought we was yep. going to block a field goal. Chris, like, You knew something was going to happen. Once special teams got up, you knew something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether it was a block punt, a block field goal. Uh, punt return, return. Yeah. Everything. Like, like you win a lot of games doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll never forget the game against South Carolina with the with the block field goal. Mm-hmm. And I was at a friend I was watching and they're like, Yeah, they they all Florida State fans, yeah, we can't wait to see Florida move. Florida they pretty much said Florida gonna lose. All right, let's see what happens. They blocked the field goal, you can hit you couldn't hit nothing, you can hit the and drop. <laughs> it was all quiet, right, man. But just stuff like moments like that. You get a yeah. moment like that, yeah. Especially against a team like Alabama in Week Three, what that could do for the season is oh, facts, man. Facts. Oh man, just out of this world. That's true. Yeah. Let's just hope that the game doesn't go like um, <laughs> who is that? Um, Andre Jim McElwain. D- no, 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 no. Andre oh. Andre Debo. Well, no, who was Jim? Oh, was Andre, I know. Y'all remember that? Just, 
Hey, the first play, first play, who's that? John Brantley, was it? Was it John yeah. Brantley who threw him the ball? And I was like, I was over there with my Alabama friends because I don't know, A.B. and Jerry, if you guys don't know, me and Juice are from Alabama. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So, I know y'all had the beard that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, in, in all my life, like, you know, so my story is, is I uh, born and raised in uh, Alabama, and everybody around me, Alabama, Auburn fans, and my dad actually went to Alabama State. So, um, but I have never in my life been either one. I never have been an Alabama or Auburn fan. Uh, I always, from just when I started watching football, I always been a Florida fan. It was just something my dad, he always used to watch college football. And the first team that I saw and latched on to was the Florida Gators. And ever since then, uh, I've literally gotten fights about <laughs> uh, Alabama <laughs> and Auburn. And uh, I went to Auburn games and almost got in a couple fights there and all that stuff. So, I'm a I'm a Florida fan, diehard Florida fan. <laughs> and yeah. Juice is the same way. He's from Alabama too. So yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I must say I was an Alabama fan first. So really, I, so I don't. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I grew up in Alabama, so it, you had a choice. It was Alabama or so yeah, I was Alabama fan first. So gotcha. it, but my very boys funny said the same thing. When they had that World Tide War Eagle special, like you're either an Alabama fan or an Auburn yep. fan. If you don't yeah. pick either one, then they both hate you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. They hate me. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. You could be from Alabama and be a Tennessee fan. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, and we got them. No, there's people. No, there are very people bad. Like that. That. Yes, yes. I actually have an uncle who, who loves Tennessee for some odd reason. I don't know. I bet he don't oh, rep right. him. No, I bet he don't rep him no more. So I wouldn't either. To be quite <laughs> you thought we were what? bad for the ten years? Jeez, mm. they were terrible. So we'll <laughs> move on real quick to what we call. This is a new segment here. We call it our sauce pick'em. And so Jerry, oh. AB, what we gonna do uh, every week is we're gonna go. We're gonna start a pick'em where we just key uh, uh latch on to key games in college football and typically we, w- we want to kind of stick towards the sec but i mean if you've seen the sec fcc schedule this week it ain't no games to pick other than right it ain't so we're not doing sec games only this week we're going to do national games because there's some good games starting tomorrow yes sir. uh so uh and what we would like to extend an invitation to both of y'all is maybe every week what we can do is um Maybe not get together, but just send y'all send you guys like the picks, and we can kind of have like a, a, a graph or something that we can go and show uh, to the end of the season to see like maybe who you know what the picks were and keep score. So okay. a little little yeah, competitive okay. competition. I'm, I'm y'all down? Yeah, I'm down, bro. I'm down. All right, cool, cool. All right, so what we gonna do? Uh, we'll go ahead and start. And Juice, uh, you getting these down, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Get these down. And so what we'll do. Uh, we'll start with tomorrow, uh, Thursday, and uh, a game is Boise State versus UCF. And I think this game is pretty interesting uh, because, too, uh, if you guys don't know, Boise State actually has a first-time head coach. His name is Andy Avalos. Uh, he was actually a defensive coordinator, I think, at Boise State, which yeah. is crazy because Boise State, I, just my memory from them is like, 
a lot of offensive stuff, you know, really yeah, exactly. crazy Was that Brett? Wasn't they Brett Peterson or whatever it came from there? Yeah, yeah. So uh um, Brett Griffin, I think. Say it again. You talking about the quarterback that plays? No, 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 not the quarterback. That's um I remember oh, the, the head coach. Oh, yeah, the head Chris coach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chris yeah, Peterson. Chris sorry. Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. was the quarterback's name that you're talking about? Uh was the, I think they had Brett Rippin played there. No, it was uh what year? Oh, gosh. Wait, what year was it? The they're like best quarterback they had. Kellen Moore. Uh, yeah, they Kellen Moore, right? Yeah. He's like a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan. He's my offensive coordinator. Oh, okay. Oh, that's he better, he better do something this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, he better okay. do something. That's all I'm gonna say. That's what's up. <laughs> so, uh, Juice, we'll go ahead and start with you. Who you got? I'm, I'm gonna go with you, see ya. All right. And uh, what we'll do too. Also, anybody listening, if you guys want to participate with us. Throw it in the chat, um, and we'll take your name down in the chat, and you can also participate with us, and we'll we'll uh, shout you out and stuff, uh, and kind of update you during the season as well. Uh, and then what we'll do is we're going straight up picks, and then we'll have we also have a big sauce game of the week at the end, and we'll actually take the score of that. So if it's a tiebreaker or something, that will be the score. All right, good. All right, yep. All right. So um, what'd you say, Juice? My bad. Sorry. Uh, I went with UCF. All right, Jerry. I got UCF as well. AB. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with UCF as well. Yeah, I I can't pick no first time head coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't work out. Not against Florida talent, bro. No. Right. All right, next game, uh, number four, Ohio State versus Minnesota. Uh, quick fact: last time Ohio State lost to Minnesota was in 2029 to 20. Uh, twenty nine to seventeen. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jerry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, you know, I was talking uh, about this game with my dad today. Um, I think Minnesota give him a good fight, but I got CJ Stroud and Ohio State. Ad. Yeah, I'm on the same page. I think it was going to be a good game for at least the first two and a half quarters, but yeah. CJ Stroud, um. A guy to watch out for in the game of Ohio State's freshman Travion Henderson. They say they say he he like that. Like he yeah. next up at running back. I think it's just too much talent. I got Ohio State winning. No doubt. Juice. Yep. We're gonna go ahead and say the <laughs> oh, Ohio Juice. State. Mark me down for whoever you mark down. <laughs> okay, yep. We all in agreement on that one. And uh, <laughs> all those games, those two games are on Thursday, so tomorrow, September second. And then we'll move on to these games are happening Friday, September 3rd. I think this game is going to be cool because um, it'll be very interesting. It's North Car- number 10, North Carolina versus Virginia Tech. And um, we all know Sam Howell. Uh, but one interesting fact about North Carolina real quick is uh, very interesting is uh, North Carolina, they lost Michael Carter. He uh, ran for – uh, 1,245 yards, average eight yards of carry. <laughs> God, <laughs> and then and then this is the crazy part. I just said that that I mean, when you hear those numbers, y'all are like, what the hell, right? Well, look, yeah. they also had lost Javante Williams, 1,140 yards, 7.3 yards per carry. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so North Carolina, and then they lost a couple wide receivers as well. So um, we saw what Sam Howell did last year, but 
it'll be interesting to see what he does this year from that kind of sheesh. I mean, when you have that type of rush, right? I mean, good God. In the same season, these aren't these sound like two different seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, uh we'll start. I'll go ahead and pick this one. Um North Carolina. <clears throat> okay. You go ahead, Jerry. Uh because Sam Howell lost so much, you know, it's gonna be a tough game. Um <sighs> I'm going to reluctantly go with North Carolina. A.B. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a close game. I mean, in Blacksburg. Yeah. And, yeah, they did lose a lot, but I think they got Josh Downs coming back. I think Sam Howell's going to target right. him a lot. So, I, I got North Carolina in the close. Juice. Yeah. And the only reason why I'm choosing North Carolina just because I trust in Mac Brown. Right. So, yeah. That's that's the reason why I'm going with anybody anybody else. I'm choosing Vartex to be clear. Right. Yep. Yeah, they, that, they, that they, man they got pulled. a five star defense tackle that just committed too. So right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what you're saying, maybe they pull some guys like what's that guy named Tony? Um, the was he a safety or whatever he is? Um, I forget his name, but he's a five star safety that they Tony pull. Grimes. Remember. Tony Grimes, there Tony you go. Grimes. That's <laughs> That's right. Tony Grimes. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're expecting him to play right away, you know. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see him play. So we'll move on. Next game, man. This game right here is interesting. Uh, number nineteen, Penn State versus number twelve, Wisconsin. Uh, the last time Wisconsin beat Penn State was in 2011, 45 to seven. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ab, go ahead. I, I think that streak ends this year. I think Wisconsin wins this game. Um, Grant Burks is one going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the country this year. I, I, I really like that kid. Okay. Hey, I don't know who's playing running back for him, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. Okay. Yeah. Juice, what you thinking? Man, this is a tough one here, man. <laughs> I've been battling with this one. I've been back and forth because I can see Wisconsin winning the game. But I'm actually gonna pick pick actual Penn State. Yeah. Personally, uh, I think Wisconsin, you know, is gonna be a very good team. I think they bring back, you know, pretty good pieces. But I think Penn State is gonna be a team this year that plays with a chip on their shoulder. I think. Do they have Keyline Lee still? Yep. Yeah. They do. Yep. 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 I think yep. that with their pass rush and their ability to run the ball, Keyline Lee, I think they're gonna be able to win this game. Okay, um, so wait, uh, AB picked Wisconsin, right? Yeah, everybody else picked Penn State. Yep, yep. Wait, where's that game played? It's played in Wisconsin. Mm. Okay, I'm sticking with my pick. Yeah, (laughs) oh man, I don't don't like this game. Dude, I think I'm gonna go with Penn State. Because I think they have better athletes than what right. Wisconsin does, but I'm not too sure of my pick. So <laughs> let's keep it moving. <laughs> hey, then for the record, I was back and forth on this one too. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a game, bro. All right, next game, number seventeen, Indiana versus number eighteen, Iowa. Gosh, these games are just getting worse and worse. Like yeah. they're getting tougher and tougher. Like. <laughs> this is this this crazy this is crazy right here. Okay, we all know 
if you guys did, if you don't know, the quarterback for Indiana is Michael Penix. And man, I remember the last time, like, I really remember him watching play was the Penn State game where he ran and dove and won the game for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the crazy, though. He hasn't finished the last three seasons due to injuries. So in 2018, he tore his ACL. 2019, he messed up his right shoulder. 2020, which was last year, he tore his ACL. Bruh. And this happened all at the end of the season. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think his – so last year he played six games. I don't remember what he played in 2018, but in 2000 – or sorry, 2019, but in 2018 he only played six games. So, Bro. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's back now. He's going to play in, but, uh, I mean, sheesh. So, uh, we'll start with you, Juice. I'm going to go with Iowa just for his injury. Iowa <laughs> <laughs> might mess around and hurt him in the game, so I'm going to go with Iowa. But he did not get hurt until. Uh, that's true. That's true, season, but he. So. I'm going. <laughs> So you can, no, I mean, like you, for, said, you can get him for about five days. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, Hopefully the kid is healthy I mean, and all that stuff. Yeah, you really hope yeah, don't because you don't want nobody to get hurt at all. Uh, I mean, I don't really like neither one of them. So, I mean, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to go with Iowa. Like I said, just, with, I'm, just because of his injuries. Jerry. Uh, I think this game is going to be a defensive game. Um, but I do like Phoenix and I do like Hewitt. This is tough, but I'm gonna have to go with Iowa because of physicality. Iowa, yeah, okay. And then I'm gonna go ahead and go, and then we'll get you next. AB, all right. Oh, this game, man, <laughs> these are the games that like kill me because <laughs> so yeah, it's I'm gonna go with Indiana, okay. Um, I like I like Michael Penix. I like a good comeback story, right? right. I mean, this kid, sheesh, that is crazy how much he's been hurt. And it's yeah. crazy that it all happens towards the middle of the end of the season. That's insane, man. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take Indiana. Go ahead, A.B. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I struggle with this one, too, because I, I like Iowa, and I like, I like what they bring back in um, – you know, their offensive line is one of the best in the country. Yeah. But Michael Penix Jr. coming back, and I love Tom Allen as the head coach of Indiana. I, I love what he's done with that program. I'm going to go Indiana in a very, very, very close game. Maybe they kick a game with a field goal and win. So I got Indiana. Okay. Right. And we also got one participant here, so we're going to have Q. He's got UCF, Ohio State, UNC, Wisconsin, and he also has Indiana. So, yeah, we appreciate it, Q. Okay. We, we love the interaction, man. We'll get you up. I like to make cool graphics, and uh, so uh, we'll put your name on the list and stuff when we when I come up with it. And like I said, we're going to keep it every week and update it. So uh, I'm excited. All right. Uh, another game here. <laughs> this game is crazy too. <laughs> These games uh, net tomorrow is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna tell you that right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh we got oh sorry, and, and I meant to say this. Um the on Saturday, September fourth, the Penn State game and the Indiana game are on Saturday. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. And uh 
Then uh, Louisiana, this is Saturday as well. Louisiana, number 23, the Asian Cajuns versus Texas, number 21. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy because this is Steve Sarkeesian's first game as a, uh, the Texas head coach. Right. Uh, the right. starting quarterback is Hudson Card. Do you guys know him? Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, let me tell you. Let me tell you about Hudson, man. I think this guy has a bright future here. So in 2020, he threw for five yards. <laughs> no joke. Um, and he, uh, they do say they expect to see, well, they they do have another guy on the team, but they so expect to see multiple quarterbacks. Okay. Um, and you know. You know what That's happens problem. when new coaches come in? They 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 yeah. basically their job is they evaluate and see what they have on the team, and so I'm guessing what Stark wants to run, he fits his system best. But they did say they're gonna probably play uh, multiple quarterbacks. They have another guy on the team. I can't. I think his last name is Thompson. Casey Thompson. It's there you go, guy. Casey Thompson. Yep. Um, and so they're saying that they're going to be playing multiple quarterbacks. So, but I just thought that was interesting. He threw for five yards, uh, and that's that's the only stats that he has for any season. Well, I guess so, we're going to find out. Yeah, yeah, we're going to see if he got the juice or not. Yeah, uh, Jerry, go ahead. Hook him, bro. I'm going to go Texas. All right, AB. I got Texas, but I'm going to pull the course up closer than the experts think. But it, but for this reason. <laughs> Louisiana Lafayette playing for the state of Louisiana. Yeah. Mm. That. Oh. Mm. That's a like, good one right there, B. Yeah. Juice. I picked the upset last week. Um, because I, I Illinois well, Illinois won last week. Yeah. And like you said, Louisiana got something to fight for. Texas yeah. got a quarterback problem. Texas got more than just a quarterback problem, too. So <laughs> true. That's true. That's true. I mean, Texas should win this game. But I feel like, like you said, Louisiana got something to play for. I'm 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 pulling them. I'm pulling for Louisiana. I'm going with my what? man Jerry here. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that a home is that a home game for Lafayette or is that Ooh. Uh, let me it's see. actually for Texas. Oh, it's at Texas. Oh, uh-huh. oh, okay. Still think it's gonna be close, though. I mean, oh, yeah. Like you said, I mean, they got something to play for. Um, so, I think it, I really think this is gonna be a, a close game and close. one of those games where you're not really looking at, and then all of a sudden you turn because you see how close it is and you yeah, just yeah. start watching. I think it's right. gonna be one of those games. Right, right, yeah. right. Man, Saturday we got. Oh my God, he's late. Man. Can y'all just I just can't y'all <laughs> imagine it's like I'm over here like thinking like <laughs> I wish it was Saturday already. <laughs> Man, what you talking about? Well I'm all Friday and uh so I'm just ready for tomorrow to be. Oh yeah, tomorrow's gonna be good. awesome, man. <laughs> uh so we'll move on. Number 16 LSU versus UCLA. And I'll start with this one. Uh let me get uh LSU. Yeah, uh, go ahead, A B. Oof. <laughs> I was back and forth on this game too because LSU's got that long flight to LA. And UCLA, you know, against Hawaii, they showed me that they're much improved. But, like I said about the last game, Louisiana got something to play for. Mm. I got LSU in a close one, in a oh. very close one. Mm. 
Go ahead, Juice. Oh, it's LSU off top. And honestly, I think they're going to end up beating them boys by at least two touchdowns. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to SEC talent. I'm going with LSU. Okay, AB. <laughs> you ride solo out there. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, no, no he LSU. picked LSU. Oh, no, no, he didn't pick, no, hey, he pick LSU. This is when I say big sauce. Yep, uh-huh. <laughs> Man, just said LSU. No. <laughs> I know, I don't know. What <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Um, we got Alabama versus Miami. Um, number one, Alabama. And then I think I didn't have this. My I'm a pick for 14, y'all. 14. <laughs> <laughs> you just said 14. He, he, he ain't gonna say 14. Oh no, they oh y'all no, are... they rank 14. That's what Miami. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I thought he just already said they're gonna get beat by 14. Yeah, I was about to yeah. agree with him. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> if not more. Oh, oh, do y'all want me to start this one? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, roll tie by way more than 14. <laughs> he said, way roll more tied all day. <laughs> I don't think that game will be close at all to me. No, let me tell y'all, bro. Nick Saban has a history of struggling with dual threat quarterbacks, and I think Miami has some experience on the offensive line. So, to be quite honest. <laughs> I got Alabama by 20. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I said it. Because I knew it. Perfect right? setup. That was amazing. That's good. Yeah. That's man, I knew he was about to set us up. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, man. This I would just say, I hope they got EMS ready because I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared, I'm scared for DMS. I'm scared. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, he's coming off he's coming an injury. Off oh, my God. Please. And then who, who they got behind him? Why did uh, they, they got uh, Jake Garcia. 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 Yeah. Jake Garcia and uh, – Ty- oh, wait, no, he transferred. Tyler maybe. Van Dyke. Did he transfer? No? He's still there? Oh, no, Tyler he's Van there. Dyke. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they look uh, terrible I after do, that. I do, know, I do know that uh, from – because I – actually watch like a lot of Miami content. Yeah. I do know that they're saying, uh, cause when Derek King, he actually missed some of the like spring and fall. Uh, they were saying that Jake Garcia was playing pr- like fairly well. Uh, that don't mean that he about to come in. <laughs> they better oh, no. hope he don't come in against Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're only, I mean, what do y'all see? What Can y'all see any way that they are, can win this game? Is there any way Miami can win this game? Um, if Alabama all players catch COVID, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's pretty much it. And I said all players. I ain't say like half the team, not the starters. All, like all. Have to Dude, there's one problem with that though. What's that? Even if you replace the entire starting lineup because they out with COVID. They got five stars behind them, too. Yeah, that's why. I, oh, yeah, I made sure to say all, bro. Yeah, all. Because, oh, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, all. Bro, yeah, they not got, even the starters. Them boys over there gray-shirting people, so they might have to yeah. pull some of them up out of there. gray-shirting guys that are ranked, like, number 40. Dude, he's, like, one of the top defensive guys in the country. Just imagine. He, he could have been played. playing starter. He hadn't even played probably there. Florida. He hadn't even played there still. And it's been, what, two years? Yeah. No, it's been like four. Four. <laughs> yeah. Because didn't that guy, if I'm not mistaken, I can, if I, the story is right, didn't he, like, commit to them in France or something? 
like on the Eiffel Tower. Was that him? Oh, like, I, yeah, I, I think. Like I feel like he. How do you like, get? Committed. How do you get that? <laughs> you just paid the man. But, but, hey, man, man. Here's what was cra- here's what was crazy about that story. So he does that, and what a lot of people don't know is they didn't know if they were gonna take him. So it's like he committed, and then it was like this long delay because they they didn't they were wait, I guess they were waiting on somebody else to commit, and that guy committed elsewhere, and then they were like, okay, we're gonna take you now. So like this guy's ranked like number forty overall in the country, and they don't know if they're gonna take him. That's wild. And he still ain't on the field. Yeah, he is, bro. Man. <laughs> yeah, anywho, let's way, move on. Stop doing that, kids, please. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm about to like, blow a gasket over here. Right, we he like, could have done this somewhere else. We like praying that we get a top 100 player. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man, look here. Turning down top 40 players. I have right. already. Look, I know that. I'm sorry. For this, I'm claiming the national championship. If we get Evan Stewart, I'm claiming the national championship off top. A. Rich Bowman and Evan Stewart is. Yes, I'm like, claiming it. I'm just going ahead and tell y'all right now today. If Evan Stewart, if he says I'm coming to Florida, I'm letting y'all know it's a championship before he before he leaves. But the question is, who we gonna have an offensive line? That will be the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the question. Yeah. <laughs> always the question. Uh, Jerry, you committed, so. Uh, um... Bro, legit. I'm trying to tell you. Give me some eligibility. I'll be there suiting up, bro. I mean, but you would. Uh, I don't want to even get boy. into this old line shit because they just make me. They make me upset, man. But, but we all agree. Do we all agree this is gonna be a blowout though, Alabama? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's without a doubt. Dude, I mean, listen. If my it start off good for the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that Miami's gonna come out. And they're like, yeah, yeah, and then like. Bam, they down, ready down by two touchdowns. All the way. I agree. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I know, Jerry, you said that they struggle with uh, uh, running quarterbacks. Yeah. I will tell you this, though. I think their addition of with like hearing Toa Toa. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he fixed and stretched that field, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I think, man. And I'm not saying I like hearing. He, he, he does, like, people, they think. They gotta remember though, he does struggle with some things. Like he's not like what they're saying he is. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you this. When you add him to a room that's already insane, like Jesus, like what? Like, <laughs> that little stuff probably gonna get covered uh, up. And then exactly. yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's like even if hearing, let's just say if 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 hearing ain't got the juice, guess what? They got another dude with the juice. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, so I mean, it's whatever. And then uh, our last game, and we'll um, end it on this. I forgot to put my little. Oh, we got two games. We got two games, buddy. Oh, yeah. Who, 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 who? Oh, yeah. Oh, Still one. We didn't even pick our game. Hold up, brother. No, nah, that's I, that's what I meant to say. I was gonna use our game for uh, a score. Oh no, we got well. the Georgia and the um, Clemson game to pick, buddy. No, that's what I'm saying. That's the one I, I'm going to. I, I, that was why I said I got one game, but then I remember we got. Oh, okay, games. all right, oh, I got hey, you now. Oh, no Florida State, Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh, damn, damn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ole Miss he, he, on hold on, big sauce. Yeah, big sauce. Big sauce. Yeah, big sauce. yeah. Mm. 
Listen, AB, I started drinking. I started. I know. I AB, listen, forgive me. I started uh, drinking before the show. Listen, I put my Florida shoulder and I thought it was, I messed around, thought it was Saturday. So, <laughs> but yeah, actually, you yeah, know, let's pick those three or four games, right? Got yeah. four games. Yeah. All right. So, let's go ahead and start with the um, Notre Dame FSU game. We got it. Oh, man. We gotta go to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll start. No right. game. <laughs> it ain't even. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I definitely have Notre Dame. I saw them boys practice highlights. Uh, Florida State. They got Pony League kids out there, bro. The quarterback throwing passes directly to linebackers. I don't see a way for them to possibly even come close to a win in that game. It's gonna get ugly. Juice, go yeah. ahead. Oh, we already know. <laughs> hey, <dude. laughs> I'll say this. They will be honoring the legend and Bobby Bowden. Rest in peace to him. Yeah. Prayers to the family. I mean, whether you a Florida State fan or not, whether you're a Florida fan, yeah. the man's a legend. He made I'm about game. to turn my camera off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're going to be a more emotional. They're going to be even more emotional in the game when Notre Dame put the beat down on them. <laughs> game over after the first quarter. All right. I mean, they just going to have the Jordan face on all game. Oh, hey. man. <laughs> they just, I mean, yeah. Nah. Sorry, Florida State fans, for the pump right there, but I mean, you know, it, I, it had to be done. Now, Sam, Sam McCall said uh, Florida State's going undefeated, though. Earlier today. Wait, who said that? Sam McCall. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, um, that would definitely be the uh, surprise of the year. And, and that is the reason why they're in the predicament that they're in now. <laughs> Undefeated in what? Right. Leaving, the, leaving the stadium after the, the third one? Yeah, they are on the same. They are on the the Florida the Florida path that we took, where you oh, yeah. when you hire those two coaches oh, and you're just you're just oh they worked they yeah worked. yeah I think because they they at least at least Florida was in the SEC so I mean that's the toughest conference in the in the country you're yeah, in that. Yeah, that, year. <laughs> that and the fact that we can actually have, we could have actually afforded to hire our coaches unlike them. Yeah. yeah, and they messed up by firing uh, Willie. Unfortunately, I hate to tell them, they messed up by firing Agreed, Willie. Agreed, man. Yeah. Yep. You should have more deep problems. Yep. Especially with who you hired. Like, what? That's Willie the question. Yeah. Mike Norville. Like, Crazy, bro. Crazy. Who fired Willie for North? He's he on the list. <laughs> hey, what do, we, what do we know, right? We only watch football every year. Right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> Um, and then what was the coach? I said no, but you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, for real. Willie should have stayed. Willie should have stayed in Oregon, man. Uh, yeah, to be fair, he yeah. should have. He yeah. still would have been there. I'm gonna tell y'all. Yeah, we right just now. we just said that yesterday on the podcast too. Yeah. Like he, he really should have been there. He, yeah, you know, these right. coaches, man. Um, and I'm about to go what? into a, a rant here, but anyway, these coaches, man, they. They got to stop doing this to themselves. <laughs> like, just because you're from yeah. there and you know, like, people there, 
that don't mean like if I lost Scott Frost, right? You yep. see him in Nebraska. Didn't he play there? Yeah. Yeah, you won a national championship there. Oh, okay. Shit. So like, I mean, dude, I get it, right? It's hard to stay away from something because I'm pretty sure those guys. That's something that they want. It's that's something that they always dream. Yeah, they feel drawn to it, and but you have to go look at what happened before you got there. Go look at why you think Jimbo Fisher left. You think he left just because? No, FSU paid him the money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, FSU paid him the money, buddy. FSU, that's the only reason why Willie came, because FSU paid him the money. Yeah, but. And and the same thing for Scott Frost, too. But that was, it was just more incentive because that was his, where he got, he went to school there. I mean, that that bag was good, but that ain't the reason why he left. Yeah. The thing exactly. about, he almost left the LSU the previous year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. And yeah. with Willie Taggart, he got that money because he eventually negotiated the buyout, right? Because that's, that's what really Willie that's ever what, did. But I'm saying before you before you take this job, like I mean, I'm pretty sure he already had told him, like, yeah, I'm gonna take the job, and then he negotiated like the money, right? right? So I'm just saying, like, you don't know that they're going to pay you this buyout that you think you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like these coaches, they, I mean, and in, in, in the long run, too, is actually going to cost him money because I think that if he would have still have been at Oregon, they probably, because remember when he was at Oregon, they actually was having a really good year and then his quarterback got hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they started to struggle a lot and he kind of tailored off and then he took the, FSU job because I mean he has ties there or whatever but I mean I just think that sometimes you got yeah exactly there you go that's exactly what it was but sometimes you just gotta look at it because in the long run I mean I think you have more of a chance of winning a national championship at Oregon than you do at FSU at this moment because of what Clemson's got going on and you have to also play Florida Gators so yeah uh, yeah but anywho and see, yeah, he was at the perfect spot at Oregon. I mean, because USC's down at the moment. Oregon's the hot team in the Pac-12. You got a great staff, a great the fan base. Loved him, bro. Like you bring uh-huh. in five-star guys from you Florida. pretty much take over California. <laughs> yeah, right. He could have he, he was best players. He had everything basically laid out for him, like you said. Right there, when you had a whole conference already down, you're Oregon. You already premier anyway, yep. dude. I would, I would. You came down to FSU. That's that's what I would exactly. I could have became a legend. I know I would have been there for at least ten years. I'm gonna just give him at yeah. least five to seven years off top. Yeah, I'm gonna come to FSU. <laughs> Especially yeah. with you, you have to look at too and take it in the context of what was there when he left. When you go look at that, that why, yep. like, like, like I said, Jimbo Fisher left for a reason. Yeah, he, I, I know they yeah. paid him a lot of money and stuff. It takes him, blah blah blah. But dude, that ain't the only reason why he left. Uh, <laughs> no. yeah, he, it's just you just gotta look at you gotta look at they. I call it the setup. They setting up these coaches. Yeah, when you when you think you, you go to the gig, you always want it. You gotta look at the roster, bro. <laughs> and that's the only thing that yeah, uh, no, no, that no. matters because if your roster ain't if the coach before you left that thing in shambles, yeah, I mean you already down three years. You already behind. For sure, yeah. 
Yeah. Because then you got to go recruit guys on top of the guy. Because first of all, you got to go hit the transfer portal to get the guys who are already there because they not no good. Then you're already behind the recruiting. And it's just a, it's just shameless. But that's my real. Nova be out in two years. <laughs> Making me appreciate Dan Mullen right now, bro. Man. Yeah. Dude. Yep. No. Gator fans, stop firing damn on the preseason. No, man, this is oh, AB. Why are you bring this up, man? <laughs> I'm so sick of that. Yeah, oh, this is ludicrous. ludicrous. Yes, um, what you gonna get, AB? Thank you for thank you for saying that because man, we about to have a two hour show here. Bro, speak um, on. <laughs> listen, listen. Thank you for saying this, AB, because I actually had something here. Oh, I would have missed it if you didn't say this. Big sauce over here. Uh, so I always try to have an interesting stat every week that I'm going to use here. So this is a little bit long one, but ride with me. So this is going to uh, – I just want to go Florida's offensive uh, – offensively over the last – from 2011 till now. And I'm going to cover the years – um, the points per game and where they rank out of the 120 teams in the NCAA. Because I want to put into context what you're saying, um, what you're saying about firing Dan Mullen. And I want to tell people, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> uh, so this is under Will Muschamp, 2011 Florida Gators. They averaged 25.5 points a game. Uh, they were 71st um, out of 120 teams. 2012, 26.5. And they uh, finished 78. 2013, 18.8 points a game. <laughs> and finished 113. I can't even get it out. <laughs> finished 113 out of 120. <laughs> oh, man. 2014, they averaged. This is actually not bad. 2014,. Uh, oh. This is tough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 2015, they averaged 23.2 points a game and finished the 100th in the country out of 120 teams. 2016, they averaged 23.9 and finished 107th in the country. 2018, they finished 22.1 and uh, finished 109th. So... My, the reason why I'm reading these stats here, uh, real quick, too, before I start this, I want to hear y'all's opinions on that real quick. What do y'all think about that when you hear that? First of all, how do offense get worse under an offensive coach? <laughs> <laughs> That's my first question. That, yeah. that shouldn't even be possible. Yeah, bro. Like, honestly, you reading those stats pretty much. I started having flashbacks of Tom Percy. <laughs> Treon Harris, oh, New Del Rio. Oh. Hey, Treon, looky dookie. It, it's just like, <laughs> what were we doing, bro? Like, we were throwing passes to Quentin Dunbar. He's a cornerback now. <laughs> like, bro, I, I just, I don't even know, bro. Yeah. Like 2015, for example, we went from after beating Ole Miss, thinking we got a chance to win the national championship. Oh my god. <laughs> to Will yep. Greer, who's now a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. Getting suspended for steroids. Yep. Having to deal with a quarterback that literally threw two passes on one play. How? Mm -mm. We fell under that. We fell for the Nick Saban tree crap. 
Yeah. Thought we had something because yeah. Jim McElwain was the offensive coordinator. He was doing good and did that Colorado crap. Yep. You know, he was doing good out there. He can he was trying to do that same stuff at Florida and they wouldn't have it. The players mm-hmm. wouldn't have yeah. that. And he just it wasn't working out. Yeah. That was if we just swore up and down, we was gonna get boss dudes. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's I, I don't know, man. I don't know. That was one of the worst. Honestly, I like Muschamp more than I did, uh, I did too. Jim McElwain. I did too. Yeah, I did too. Definitely, definitely. Because at I'm... least Muschamp didn't lie about death threats. Right. right. I knew what I, I knew what I was getting into. I knew he ain't had that kind of offense, you know, offensive minded. So, yeah. But he he had us right on defense. But like you said, if I'm getting an offensive minded coach, why in the hell am I still in the same rut that I that I was in before? You got to go, and then now, oh, now some there's some threat on your life. Well, get out of here! <laughs> and on top, and on top of that, there's, I, don't care, I don't care what Jim McWayne said. Hey, no, Juice, I don't real quick. That Juice was you on that shark, man. AB, hold, hold on, hold on. He was, he was humping that shark. That was him. Hey, he was Juice, on top. He was on top. Juice just pulled a booger T on us. <laughs> Juice just put a book of tea on us. <laughs> I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all have seen the clip. Y'all remember the clip of Booker T talking about Hulk Hogan and what he. You got that? Okay, my bad. <laughs> no, Booker T was like, bro. Yeah, he, he knew that. Boy, you can see it in his eyes. Boy. <laughs> you know, he thought he was getting fired the next day. <laughs> but if, if I'm being honest with y'all, we should have knew something was wrong with Jim McElwain when he said he could win with his dog. Clear, oh, God. Oh, we should have right, right. right. And see, the yeah, thing absolutely cool, right. like, our fan base, we think stuff like that. And we run with it, and we start lying. We start being delusional. Boy, yeah, we thought was that was like, funny, and like, yeah, oh yeah. He's hey, good. y'all remember the pool when they all jumped in the pool with the recruiters? Yeah, after they got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or, or we lied about those swamp green uniforms. Oh my gosh, man! I don't know. Man, I'm gonna tell you, I still to this day. Okay, they were bad, but I don't think they was bad. As they I don't. Were. I don't think they were. I mean, I don't. I personally don't think they was like. I mean, when you there was those are uniforms, and when you first see them, you're like, oh my god, what is that? But then once you like keep seeing them, you like, okay, I kind of get where they going. I just think they yeah. should have just. They probably should have just changed the colors. Like that's it. If yeah. they would have kept the like print. That dookie green the, thing, I don't know. Beautiful. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what color that but, was. That was, but see, like, this is what kills me about those uniforms. You know what image is always in my head when I see those uniforms? What that run by Felipe Franks? I knew he was gonna say that. <laughs> That's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time I see them, uniforms, I think of that and I'm like, how does he make that kind of run and we don't win this game? Was that the wait? Who's the that? Texas A and M game? What Texas A and M? Texas A and M game. Okay, okay. We should have won that game, bro. Oh my god! And we don't even score on that drive. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> not good. Uh, and two, the reason why I bring up these stats is the simple fact because uh, you had to take things into context too. 
is what when a coach gets hired, you have to remember you have to see where he's starting from, right? Like cuz cuz it does matter. It does matter cuz like for example, Mark Rick when he left Georgia, he he didn't leave them in where okay, I'm not saying he left them in the best place, but he didn't leave them in shambles. When you yeah, go back and look at Mark Rick, when you go back and look at Mark Rick's record and the guys who he recruited, they um, fired a 10 win coach. Well, and well they fired yeah. they well they fired an inconsistent coach. They didn't fire like I think they fired a guy who they they just wanted somebody to be consistent because when you go back and look at his like offense and defenses, it was the, like some years he would be really good on offense, some years he would be really bad on defense, some years he'd be good yeah. on defense. But what offense. was he doing? He would consistently win in nine to ten games every season, every year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, I I get the offense, but when you can still win, man, motherfucker, people can't well, do that you now. Should, but but that's what you should do, like. <laughs> He was doing, yes. but uh, my point to this is, he was doing what any coach could do at Georgia with the talent that Georgia has. Georgia Correct. alone, yes. them, that so, state alone, is you. You're going to be if you go to Georgia, you should be a nine ten win coach with the easy. talent alone in Georgia, and True. you don't have anybody to compete with. It was you. Who's going to compete with you, Georgia Tech? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and you now do you have, have a coach that wins recruiting battles and wins ten games. But can't win the big one. Exactly. So you exactly. stuck in the same place that you was before under Mark Rick. But and they the get reason it, why they ain't saying as much is because of the shiny recruiting classes. Now let's be honest about those recruiting classes. Jake Fromm, five-star Uh-oh. quarterback. Uh-oh. Not on an NFL <laughs> roster. Isaac Nauta, five-star tight end. Wasn't drafted. Not on an NFL roster. Don't just give me start with Isaiah Johnson. Let's just hope he get the help he, he 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 gets, but not on an NFL roster. So, are you really developing T- Tyson Campbell? Yeah, second round pick, great athlete, getting cooked. <laughs> so, what are you doing with Look this so called talent that you're bringing in? You're stuck in the same place. Like you're being, you're consistently inconsistent. Yep. So man. Like, I- Appreciate what you got when you got it. No, man, I, I, you need to be like Dave Chappelle. I had to turn my headphones up, man. <laughs> Say it loud. Turn, turn them shits up. Hey, because you were saying the exact same thing I've been saying. He He's a great recruiter, but he cannot develop. It's bad, he bro. Like, you look at Nolan Smith right now. What has Nolan Smith done? Exactly. And he got passed up by somebody else. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, it doesn't make sense. You see guys, you know, Arian Smith, like, you know, they may make a play here and there, flash it, but nothing to, like, a Kyle Pitts level or a Van Jefferson level. You don't see that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's a development, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man, exactly. going, into, going into his fifth year as the Georgia head coach, yeah, he got a – Man, it the one thing about and I I tell this to Juice, um, and we talk about Kirby a lot actually. And I always say this is you do have to put it into context that it is only his fifth year of coaching in the SEC. Now, granted, uh, and, and I'll say this: if you say if you told me blindly, it don't matter what team it is. If you told me blindly that you have a coach who's in his fifth year, who's won his division. 
and who has played for a national championship. Now, you're going to say, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> and not, not only that is, and not only that is, you're going to say that he he's going to recruit for your team in every year he's been there in the top five of recruiting. I don't yep. know what fan in America does not going to say, sign me up. But that, that, this is yeah. the but. This is the but to that rebuttal, though. That I'm kind of contradicting myself is you're in the SEC. They don't give you. They don't care about no, none of if you knew. They don't yeah. care about. They I want you it. to win. Georgia hasn't yep. won a national championship since 1980. They want a championship, and if you can't get it, I don't care how good he recruiting. I don't care how many games he winning. They, still we, get yeah, we see like y'all just went through Mark Rick. We seen what he did, and he ran Georgia fairly well. And there's some uh, some downs that they had, but I mean, if you look at the records, it's the same thing. So now you're gonna fire this other guy who's doing the same thing, right? Yeah. He can't get you the national championship. So I always say this about Kirby. I my thing, and I'm a I'm a football fan. I, obviously, I'm a Florida fan, but I am a football fan, and when I look at what he's doing, and I look at how long he's been there and, and how long he's been a head coach, you do have to take in the context of that because there's a lot of guys who have been head coaches in other conferences and come to the SEC, and they get up out of there. They get you up out of there, yep. right? So yep. to his credit, I say the only thing that I will give him the benefit of the doubt is he only has been a coach for five years. So That's it true. is what it is. It is what it is, but I, like I said, that don't mean nothing to the SEC. They don't yeah. care. They it don't care if you've been a coach for one year. They don't care if you've been a coach for three years, 17 years. If you're not winning, you're not winning. They fire, just, they fire people over at Vanderbilt. So yeah. um. <laughs> I just want Georgia, I just want Georgia uh fans to just realize what they got. Like he is a recruiter, he's not a developer. Just yeah. accept that fact. And yep. that's just what I want them to accept. And then I'm gonna end on this. Um, this last little thing. So Dan Mullen stats 2018 averaged 35 points a game. We finished 22nd out of 120. 2019, 33.2, mm. finished 29th. 2020, we averaged 39.8 and finished 13. So if you go back and just look at the context of four years from Will Muschamp, three years from Jim McWayne, three years from Dan Mullen, I mean, hey, I you don't got to listen to me. You just re- look at the numbers and the num- that's numbers the coach. Yeah, y'all do what y'all want to do. But at the same time, I can see if a Gator fan said, you know, I'm tired of Mullen, I'm ready to get him out of here. The reason being is because – if you talk like if you look at what we were talking about with Mark Rick, what was one of Mark Rick's downfalls? Loyalty. Loyalty. Bobo. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Dan uh-huh. Mullen is consistently loyal to Todd Grantham and Hevesy. Fellas, we're gonna be nine and three, ten and two every year, just like Mark Rick. That's true. That, that, that is true. Yeah. Like you gotta make you gotta make if they ain't getting it done, you gotta make a change. Now here's the one thing. You absolutely you absolutely correct. Because mm. We have, I have even said that. I, yeah. I think, man, Tim talk. I was like, now if he gonna continue to keep up with, it, I we have to have him gone too. Yeah, because don't let yeah. that. 
take but you out. Here's the Don't thing. let this do John Hempsey's contract is up after this year, so the offensive line ain't so hot. Now, uh, I expect him to be fired. Just honestly. Now, Todd Grantham, I will give Todd Grantham a pass. And here's the only reason why. History repeats itself. Todd Grantham, his third year anywhere sucks. And this true. was his third year. Because even when we played them in Georgia, when he, his third year, we oh, I was ready for third down. <laughs> Listen, remember I this? was ready for third down. I'm going to tell y'all this. So, Todd Grantham in threes is a bad number. Listen, third yeah. down in Grantham. <laughs> Uh, it's third year, third player throwing the shoe. What so, are we gonna do here? So, but, uh, <laughs> so we got. So if we taking history, we got at least two more years out of him. We can. I think he'll have a real good year this year and next year. By that sixth year, he got to go because them threes adding up. Got to go. Let him. Let him go and be a head coach. Yeah. And Tim said it best. The person that threw the shoe was wearing number three. Yes. <laughs> Ain't that Threes. something? Threes is not a good good thing for this. Yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, I mean, and but I and still want to slap Mark. I still want to slap the braids out of Mark O'Hare. By the way, after that, <laughs> I know yeah. y'all probably talked about that extensively, and <laughs> we oh, have to. We, we, has, we actually had um, who was it? Zach Goodall. Uh-huh. We had him on the show. He said that like it was an LSU reporter that came up next, and he said, "Remember where you were when this moment happened, because." You ain't gonna forget that, because he he said everybody in that press box had stories written for the game, whether they won or lost. They all had to go back and rewrite oh, their entire Lord. story oh, right Lord. after that. Happened. Oh yeah, because you're not expecting a shoe to be thrown. Thrown <laughs> right. Yeah, that's literally like a dog coming in and like taking the football out there or something. Like crazy. It's, it's literally the only bad. way we lose that game. <laughs> They lucky. They better be lucky. Marco better be lucky. I wasn't out there. I read, if I was out there, I would have been. Man, listen. Yeah. I You know how they got the big security guards, police officers ready to guard it. I'd have ran through them. Bro. Just to find Marco. Yeah, that was Y'all just Y'all would a... like some superhuman, superman strength running through them just to find Marco. I was yeah. that mad. Yeah, Marco, yeah. He got. Had me cussing on Twitter. I couldn't believe that. And think yeah. about it. He messed up two games because I still don't even blame the Texas A&M game on Malik Davis. I blame it on him. <laughs> shoot, that little that buddy man, tight that end was just – up by a white dude who tore his ACL that game. Mm. Mm. Come on, man. Yeah, man. I, I, that, that game was just – I was mad because we went away from Naquan Wright. Like, I, oh, want God, bleed the clock. Yeah. I want us to bleed the clock. If your defense can't stop nobody, run the football. And we were running the football fine. Yeah, we were gashing them running the ball. That was like the only good game we had running the ball last year. Exactly. And we went away from it. Yeah, I was uh I was more mad at our defense at halftime when oh. Texas AM came out and just ran the ball on us. I'm yeah. like, what? I'm like, God, are y'all serious right now? Y'all we got Keller Munn in the draft. Well, no, that's no. how Keller Munn got drafted, was off that exactly. game. Because it. See, he got I, drafted I, off that game. game of his life. <laughs> right, because yeah, he, he, he did not do that any other time. Well, he killed nope. us on he killed us on the number three down. <laughs> Todd Grantham's kryptonite. Oh, <laughs> we got people lining up ten yards off the ball, bro. Like, yeah, that's oh, oh, it's third it, and three, and they're like, fourteen yards off the ball. Why? And what? we saw it coming. 
Well, and, 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 and that's the thing. If you a DB and you know it's third and three, why you play call? Right, hey, Grantham, I'm gonna still run your play call, but I'm I'm gonna be up a little bit closer. Well, and that's and that's where I started to say, see, this is what I'm saying. Like when you like, I I I get we Ty Grantham the defense they call him, but dude, I'm saying I played sports before. Y'all probably played sports before. Yeah. Yep. If somebody is calling something that I know is wrong, I don't care what it is. I'm changing, <laughs> I'm changing it. Right. <laughs> so I'm saying that to me, I don't I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm gonna tell you this. Um if I was out there, <laughs> I don't care what he was calling. <laughs> Dude, right. if you're third and three, why am I backpedaling? There's no way. There's, there, as fans, we sit here and watch football on TV. If we watch it, I know you watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 it's the, <laughs> and, and I played football. I got to just play all the way through high school. Like, and I played wide receiver. Like my last year there in high school, we, you know how receivers have option routes. Like if you see this coverage, you run this route. If you, uh-huh. you know, you run this route, right? Mm. So our coach gave us a new way to do that. I was literally changing my routes at the line of scrimmage if I saw a certain coverage. So, like, if I see somebody in cover two, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, finna, I'm finna go deep on them. Because yeah. it's really no safety. If they went cover zero, the smuggle <laughs> route or just a, a full takeoff route, like, they go yeah. press you. You get by, give me the ball. Get, just give me the ball. Like, we, you, we were literally changing our routes when we saw certain coverages. As a deep, you, as a coach, as a coordinator, you have to give your DBs that kind of leeway. If they see something, like let them change, let them change the coverage if they have to. And we heard, but at, at the same time, as a DB, if you know it's third and three or third and four, something like that, get your behind up on the receiver so you don't yeah. allow exactly. That it goes from third and four to all of a sudden a seventy-yard touchdown because right. you're playing fourteen yards off, and you don't right. get there in time. And that's why the confusion. Like I just think. Listen, 2020, let's just I'm throwing it out the window because I heard every I didn't hear the contradicting Grantham's defense is hard, it's not hard. Grantham gives you the flexibility to do this and do that, or you can't do like I just, okay, I'm over it. Like yeah. <laughs> like it it listen, all I need to see is oh, FAU. Oh, you need to show up this I, year. Yes. Although I will say this, it was some NFL scouts that was asking some of these Florida defenders what the defense was. Some of these scouts didn't even understand some of Grantham's schemes. Oh Lord. That that mm. that that is so I will say this. I will say this. That that scheme is a little difficult. Because if yeah. you got scouts and coaches that can't understand it, that's a problem. Problem, yeah. Dumb it down. Well, if you if you walking on the field and you confused, you know it's difficult because <laughs> Florida they literally couldn't even they was walking on the field like no. uh, what are we doing? What, 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 yeah, safety or defensive tackle? <laughs> like, right. yeah. I mean, they were still yeah. even. I mean, they were still even being confused even when the play was even being hyped. Yeah, when the ball was being hyped, he was still seeing. Yeah, like, they still weren't lined up. <laughs> It was a lot of times Ventrell and all them was still calling them change, trying to change defense, and the ball's being hiked, and they still up there with their hands up. Yeah, bro. What's going on? I I saw that like I think I think we're like at the four yard line, or they were our four yard line, and everybody with their hands up, like just find a man, line up, (laughs) right, bro, at the four yard line. Yeah, let's blame COVID. 
Let's hopefully that was the issue. Um, no, that was the ground. No, and everybody else on. Listen, we better hope. We better hope it wasn't because it's another. It's a new year. (laughs) That is true. So real quick, let's go ahead. Uh, I know we was gonna talk about that game, but we gonna skip. We gonna skip to the big sauce game of the week. And everybody, everybody know what this game is. If you don't know what this game is, living on the rock. We actually just spent a lot of time talking about one of the teams here. (laughs) I'm gonna put this. Uh, I like to call this my handy dandy graphic. I'm gonna put this up on the screen here. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. There we go. Y'all see that? There we go. Big uh-huh. sauce game of the week. Them Georgia Bulldogs versus them Clemson Tigers. Man, I think this game's gonna be awesome. I ain't gonna. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I think this is gonna be a great game, and I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. Um, with uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pronounce his name, DJ Ui Ungalale. <laughs> you got it. You got <laughs> there we go. So, um, but yeah, he, uh, we actually so um, we actually had an episode on uh, a couple weeks ago uh, with I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Brooks Austin. Uh, he actually is. Um, Here's he does. He writes for um, Sports Illustrated, and he also does film breakdown of Georgia. And I actually yeah. follow him for this reason. It's because uh, he actually, you know, Georgia and Florida actually play a lot of the same teams, right? Right. And so uh, I like his breakdowns when he goes in. And he's, you know, catering to Georgia fans. But his breakdowns, he goes in, uh, just like, for example, Florida played Alabama in the SEC championship game. Well, I went back and watched his breakdown of Georgia versus uh, Alabama. And then the previ- the next week, he actually will go back and watch what they ran, what he talked about. So um, I like his content just for that simple reason. And um, he actually came on and told us about DJ. And he said, <laughs> what do you say, just He said DJ pretty much is the man. He he pretty much said that what from what he saw – DJ is going to be a first round pick, first, first quarterback uh-huh. off the board uh, after this next year. He Ooh. said if the, if he was in the draft this year, he think he would be the first quarterback <clears throat> off the board. That's what he said. So, um, and the guy who breaks down film, he literally goes in there and watches all the plays from Georgia, and he's uh, had film breakdown of Clemson. So, um, I think this game will be interesting because I want to see JT Daniels. We all saw what he did in the last, what, four games he played at Georgia. Yeah. Uh, we saw him play against Cincinnati, and they had a, a pretty decent defense over there. Um, so I think that's my thing, my takeaway from this game. I want to see JT Daniels um, and see the hype because uh, from what I hear is Georgia's offense is completely different, and it's going to be explosive. So <laughs> that's what I'm trying it's to say. Last year too. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, what was that? Uh, what was old buddy's name who set out? <laughs> Bennett? No. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! The uh, the dude Heisman uh, candidate came from Heisman candidate. Yeah, <laughs> came from Wake Forest. Uh, yeah, what was his name? Jamie Newman. Oh, Jamie Newman. Yeah, yeah Newman. Yes. Yeah, Heisman candidate Jamie Newman. <laughs> So yeah, Get out of here. Uh, what did he do at Wake Forest to make him a Heisman candidate? Right, if he wasn't even a Heisman candidate, then why was he gonna be one now? Well, you know that's the infatuation with the see, and and that's one thing that uh, George it, it, paid the media. 
Well, no, no, no. It, it, yeah, it that's is, what it is. It is a thing that look. It is a thing. It's a real thing when you a coach, and that's what happens when you recruit well. You are nationally perceived as a good team. It don't matter what. It don't yes. matter if you ain't a good coach. It doesn't yeah. matter. Georgia. That's why they picked them to beat us this year. We just beat them last year. <laughs> so, and they're, they're basically when you listen to the media right now, they're basically saying that we don't even have a chance. Because they just go yep. straight when they talk about Georgia's schedule, they literally jump from Clemson to the SEC championship game. They don't even talk about Florida. So, yeah. but the reason they do that is because of all the stars. Now that don't mean that it's gonna happen, but I'm just saying a perception when you're a coach and you recruit that well, that's why we all think, and I if you don't think this, you're probably crazy, that Alabama is probably gonna win the SEC championship. It just is what it is. I mean, yes, we have other teams that could that could win, but I'm just saying it's because of Nick Saban recruits so well. Right. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> and so right. I say that as just uh just looking at Georgia that when you recruit that well, it does help you as a national perception because now you're going to have guys being talked about that who shouldn't even be talked about. Like we're talking about freaking um, what was what, Jamie Newman as the Heisman candidate. Like, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, the reason why he got that is because all the talent that would have been around him. It wasn't because of him, which, which is a lot of stars. And that's what the media, when they look at Georgia's team, they don't look at they don't go and look at the film and break down what you was talking about earlier earlier, Jerry, with um, Nolan Smith, right? Right. And but they go and look at they see Nolan Smith's name and they look at that star ranking and they say, Okay, George is loaded, right? Yeah. <laughs> so right. it's an interesting, it's a it's a it's a interesting, but the good thing for us, the game's gotta be played, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yep, sir. Um, I'll start it off with my prediction and, uh, give me, I'll give you my prediction and my score. Uh, give me the university of Georgia and I'm going to take Georgia winning 35 to 27. Okay. All right. Good up next? Yeah, whoever, if y'all ready to go, go ahead. I, I, guess, I guess I'm going to go next. <laughs> yeah, y'all think I'm going to sure and pick Georgia? <laughs> y'all, uh-huh. y'all, y'all, y'all really expect it. Good pick. And I'm going to say winning. I ain't going to say winning big, but comfortably for this reason. Number of guys for Georgia that's out. No George Pickens, no Eric Gilbert. Uh-huh. May not be any Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington. Darnell's out. Darnell's yeah. out. Yeah. Oh yeah, Darnell's out. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of targets that's out, but I think Clemson is going to have a bad taste in their mouth for what happened to them against Ohio State. They're going to want to come out there and prove that hey, even though we lost Trevor, we lost Travis Etienne. That um we still got some dudes. And DJ, I think, is gonna be a Heisman candidate by the uh-huh. end of the year. And I think he's gonna come out and have a, a big game against this secondary because I don't trust this Georgia secondary because they got some losses there too. They right. gotta replace a lot of guys. So I'm gonna say Clemson wins this game. I'm gonna say 
to 24. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, personally, you know, it's going to be a very, very good game. I think it's going to be a game that's winning the trenches. That being said, I think Clemson's trenches are going to be better, more dominant. I think Breesy uh, and, and company are going to, you know, do what they do. And I think they're going to have a great game up front. And um, one thing that I've seen from uh, JT Daniels, you know, if you go back and watch the Cincinnati game, when there's pressure on him, he tends to – if you hit if you hit him he early, gets early, he gets yep. around. So I think Venables is going to do what Venables, Venables uh, does, and I think Clemson will win the game. I'm going to say 34 to 28. 428, okay. Yeah. Well, I got Clemson too. Um, honestly, kind of the same reason – I I think both are gonna have great defenses. Right. Uh, yeah. And now with the uh, playoffs, you're gonna have to score. You're gonna have to put up points. So if I'm gonna yeah. be somebody who's gonna be offensively minded, or I'm think that's gonna be better on offense right now, I'm gonna go with Clemson. And I I seen DJ play last year. He looked good in that Notre Dame game. So even though that they lost, he looked good. And like you said about JT Daniels, was if you can apply pressure to him, his accuracy goes way down. Yeah. And and like you said, he's way more apt to throw picks and overthrow. It's it's terrible. Yeah. When if you can get him flustered, he's terrible. So I think it's still gonna be a good game, and I still think Clemson got a better special teams than Georgia. So with that saying. I'm gonna go with, excuse me, I'm gonna go with actually a 38, a 38 27. Okay. Yeah. Tim, yeah. I think you alone. I think you alone in this one. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like, I like, um, I like the matchup uh, for the simple fact, and maybe I'm reading into their stars too much as well. But all them people you said they got out. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? They got people right behind them, <laughs> and that's and that's what happens. True, and that's what happens when you recruit well. Um, it's just, I mean, it is what it, like we all know there what's wrong with Georgia. We all see it, but I also think that I also think that there's something that is there is when you do recruit that well. When somebody, for instance, when the Florida Gators lost. Kyrie Campbell. <laughs> not I'm not talking about um Kadarius Tony. I'm not talking about Kyle Pitts. I'm not talking yeah. about Kyle Chess. We lost Kyrie Campbell. Did he did he get drafted? If I'm not mistaken. Okay. No. So listen, when the Florida Gators lost Kyrie Campbell, and I now slight to him, he's he was a I love when he played at Florida. I'm just proving a point here. Mm-hmm. When we lose Kyrie Campbell, it literally sent our roster into chaos. chaos and so I feel like that with Georgia they lost guess what they lost George Pickens and Darnell Washington probably their two best um I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Darnell is their best (laughs) offensive weapon but he is one of their mismatches where you can cause uh, havoc uh for a defense but George Pickens but they still have Jermaine Burton they still have Arian Smith they still have um um uh, Marcus Rosemary Saint. They still have 
um dear what's um here's jackson yeah and then we not even talking about they running backs <laughs> they got they, they got they have like they still have james cook on their team Think about that. <laughs> but then look, okay, you saying all this? They Burton ain't they used all play. of them. <laughs> but Burton may not play either. I think he's dealing with an injury too. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So it and then, yeah, but I just I disagree with you with that they haven't used all of them. They have used all of them because okay. You, okay, look, look. This is an example. I went in here for me, Kirby Smart. He he can't uh, develop. So that 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 okay. put it. Clips. Well, that's fine. But that's fine. But listen, Touchdown. when when Marcus when Marcus Rosemary Saint was in the game at, in the Florida game, that's right. Uh, uh, what happened? It was a touchdown, and uh, and we probably lucky he got hurt because he scored, came in as a freshman and scored against us. I'm not saying, listen, I'm not staying it for Georgia, yeah. but I'm telling, I I'm trying it. to be realistic here yeah. that people have to take it into context that yeah, they lose pieces, but when you recruit, that's just like Alabama. If they go out and lose five dudes, guess what? You, you like like last year. Remember they lost what um, their best like they had a whole bunch of injuries. Their best like running back Christian wasn't it Christian Harris or whatever. Mm-hmm. Says, hey, wasn't he hurt like last year or whatever? Bro, they still turn. They still get dudes on the field. It, it yeah. just is what it is. So I think that Georgia, with all these injuries, is this game, and they could lose because of all these injuries. It, it it will catch up to you eventually because they playing a team just as talented as them. But I think they still gonna compete. But see, the problem is the biggest injuries is on the offensive side, not on the defensive side. So that's what they messed up. Like if it would have been on the defensive side, I would have been with you. I can, and I still with you. I understand what you're saying, but since they losing more on that offensive side, they already got a problem offensively. Yeah. So, and and see, for me, my with my score prediction, I think that last Clemson gets a late touchdown to make it 38-20. Right. It'll be close, but like maybe they'll score a touchdown like like two minutes left or something like that. Uh huh. And so, I know. I'll oh, go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead. Oh, was, go ahead. You go ahead first. I got some. Well, I'm just gonna say that also we're not talking about Georgia's offensive line here. That's yeah. another big oh, key. Yeah. That um, like y'all are saying, the, the, to get to JT Daniels, you have and they do have some. Um, some they got some injuries on that too. Well, they got some questions. Yep. I went. Mm-hmm. They have some questions on the offensive line that they don't know where they're gonna turn to. But all that being said. Uh, <laughs> you see, go look. Just go look at who they have on their team, dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for y'all, really five right, stars. Oh my y'all, god! It's for y'all's picks, crazy. Uh-huh. What would you say for each of y'all's picks? What must happen in order for the other team to win? For for me, uh, honestly, Georgia really would have to. To me, have to really find a good offense. Like they, we already know they can run. That's not a question. But I think it's the wide receiver spot. Who are they going to throw to? Yeah. And and will JT Daniels be able to stand up in the pocket or stand in the pocket and not get flustered? Because again, if you can get him out that pocket, it goes it goes down for him. So. That's what they're gonna yeah. need. And for me, is if one of one or two of those running backs really get in the rhythm, like if Kendall Milton or Zamir White 
really get in the rhythm running the ball, then I could see Georgia, you know, you know, relying on that and winning this game. I really could see that. If Clemson's not able to stop the run, they're going to be in big trouble. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much agree with you, A.B. Like, I think – I personally believe that Kendall Milton might be their best player. Like, this guy is insanely talented. Now, you know, it's all going to be on how they utilize him, how they, you know, how offensive line is. So I think if they can get Zamir White, Kendall Milton, and even James Cook, like James yeah. Cook, he has to be used. Like mm-hmm. he's doing very well against Alabama. They just stopped going to him. So that is their still, key player. He he's the key player. He like yeah, he, he did go to the listen, wrong If they yeah. if if Kirby Smart takes anything from the the last year loss from Florida, is throw to the running back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why y'all have James? You have this dude, James Cook, in your team. He literally is a backfield threat. I, you pass to him out of the backfield. He, We know that he uh, rushing the ball is not his best suit. It's mm-hmm. catching the ball and making – right. throwing the ball to him in space. So you uh-huh. literally are not throwing to this dude. It just – it befuddles me. But – um. It'll be interesting to see how they use. It, yeah, like, big word of the night. The sauce is flowing. This is gonna sound yeah. crazy. James Cook should have followed his brother with Florida State. Man, I, I yeah. don't think so. I think he. I'm gonna tell you, Georgia was not the right place for him. I'm gonna tell you, it was. Nope. I'm it surprised was. he. I honestly am surprised he didn't transfer. Like I just it. Yeah, whatever. But Kendall Milton over Yeah, yeah, and they got other dudes back there. Like, right? <laughs> they got like a the running yeah, back right there. Yeah, um, he should have. He should have went to Florida State or anywhere yeah. else. Anybody? Yeah, anywhere else. Yeah, it would. Could you imagine him? And I know Florida already has a million running backs, but could you imagine him with Dan Mullen? Oh my goodness! Oh, he would have been. Oh, he would. He would have started day one. He would have been in the slot. He would have been. Yeah, yeah. No, he he would have been Malik Davis, uh, but I think a little bit better, honestly. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yep. I think that for Clemson to win this game, for me, um, yeah, I think that they're gonna have to. Because, uh, because I'll tell you, the one thing that I why I don't pick Clemson is I am skeptical of their um, athleticism on defense. Man, <laughs> they have if you man if you go and watch them and man, it's some dudes I be watching them I'm like bro, bro AB, what, what did Tony say, bro? <laughs> he, this man was saying get Nolan Turner off the field. Nolan Turner. Has the same issue we have seniority. Well, it's bad. Guys that shouldn't be over on the field. Listen, like go watch I mean, them. That, that's a problem. Listen, go watch them and see some of them guy. dudes. Man, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, if y'all don't uh, put him one on one against the running back and kill this man, dude, ain't no way you telling me this dude about the guard game, James Cook. Like, find some way to isolate him, get him, get man. Like, I just and that's my thing. And I'm not take, I'm not saying anything about this dude. They got way more athleticism than me. But I'm just telling you right now, just from what I watch when I watch football. I just saying, I think you could take advantage, and 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 this is maybe where I'm going. I think scheme is going to be the thing. 
how yeah. Clemson can win yeah. the game because they're gonna yeah. have to play very well on defense. I know they got a good uh-huh. defensive line, but uh, and then they also have what's his name, Andrew Booth, the cornerback. Oh, he's nice. He's, uh, nice. he's yeah. nice. So yeah. they do have filthy though. They they do have uh, they do have a good defensive line, but in the counter to counter that though, Georgia has a really good defensive line too. They have uh, listen, Jordan Davis, uh, and then what's that other kid's name? They got, they got deep outside, I think. Um, they have another. Uh, oh gosh, he's an outside linebacker. He plays. Nicobe? No, Nicobe not Nicobe. No, 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 not oh. Nicobe D. He, no, no, no. He's he's good. He's great. But I think one of no, them. Like, they have uh, Adam Anderson. Is his name. Okay. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> he at, last year he had six point five sacks. Oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Listen, if y'all don't know him. <laughs> You better know. Him. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think I, that's going to be, that's why this game is going to be so good because you got two great defensive lines. You have two serv- serviceable quarterbacks. And then you have uh, one coach in Dabo Sweeney, offensive mind. And then you have one coach, Kirby Smart, defensive mind. Uh, and then you also have um, JT Daniels is really, truly his uh, first year at Georgia starting. Right. So, uh, and then you got the pressure to me. Who y'all think has the most pressure in this game? Who, who y'all think? Georgia. 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 Man. Because even they got to play an SEC schedule. Exactly. Right. Agreed. Oh. Agreed. But even Clemson if they lose that, it's still making the national championship. Yeah. Yeah. But if they well, lose this game, they lose a game like the Florida, uh, they, they in some trouble. I disagree uh-huh. with Clemson losing this game and still making a national championship. But I think I think Georgia's technically – yeah, we're saying this, but I think Georgia technically could lose this game and still go win out and still make it to the national championship, right? I think Clemson, man, if they lose this game, who else in their conference? So, listen, think about this. Yeah, nobody's challenging Clemson. Well, right, but they're gonna uh, make well, it right to the to the uh, to their conference championship, and that's gonna put them right back in, right, put them right back into it. Okay, but yeah. I'm saying okay. Let's look at it like this. Let's say UNC goes, and do we think they're gonna go undefeated this year? I think they'll drop a game. Yeah. Are they gonna drop one stupid? Okay, mm-hmm. one or two, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Clemson loses to Georgia. They go and play a two loss, one loss UNC. They still got just they because of, just they because of hype off. They're gonna steal just yeah. because of, off a of hype. Yeah, I think I think now. I'll tell you this. I think they will need. They better hope that these other teams and schools don't have big wins. They gonna need a little help. I think that's true. Because I mean, but who, but who they? Man. But here's the question: Who they gonna play Clemson with? A one loss Oregon? No, that's, that's I they not do that. No, yeah, they not gonna do that. Oklahoma might go undefeated. I, you know what? I can see that because they're in the conference that they're in. Yes, I can see Oklahoma. Yeah, to get to the championship. Boy, they lost a what's who they lose to last year? (laughs) Yeah, but I think it was a whole lot. I think I think I think Oklahoma hype is from beating us so bad in a game that we didn't <laughs> care about. Like that's where all the hype, bro. They was about to get rid yeah. of Spencer Rattler last year and all that boy before he redeemed himself and that. And he did start playing better after that loss or whatever. Yeah. But 
Man, come on. They went yeah, talking about this dude. About the game. They was they not talking about him like this. Why they hyping he him came up. out and, and killed us. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only reason why they hyping Oklahoma up because they beat a Florida team that didn't even have most of the starters that were playing the whole year. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, because let's be honest. If we play all of our guys, yeah, we know who wins you- that game. Right. But it's gonna be a shootout, though. It's gonna be a shootout. Right? Yeah, it would have been a shootout, but we still win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did everybody yes, get their picks in? Everybody we got to do the Florida in? FAU. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go real quick. Florida, and I'm gonna say uh, 42 to 13. Okay. I'll go Florida 52 17. Okay. I'll go last since you know I'm the FAU. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I got uh Florida. I got the um, what I got actually 42-18. All right, bro. You know, sorry to my boy Cordell, bro. My boy BJ, all y'all boys playing, but I gotta go Gators, bro. I got <laughs> to seventeen. What was it? What you what got again? Fifty to seventeen. Oh, but you All right. Wait, who? Well, Juice, what was your score? I had my, a 42-18. Okay, okay. Oh, so yeah, what yeah. did I have? 52 Yep. Yeah. What did I have? You got 42-13. They better okay. put up 40 points. But but I do but I do think it'll be like Q. Yeah. I do think it'll be kind of like maybe like, I don't know. They'll have, they'll, I think FAU and Florida will be kind of like, you know, we'll be str- – not. Not struggling, but kind of like 24-13 ish around halftime. Fans gonna be freaking out. Emmy throw a yeah, pick. Yeah, I was gonna say fans gonna flip out one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Q he had 35-24. Yep. I like it. I like that. We'll uh Q, we'll get you in there. Uh appreciate you interacting. And man, we had this has been a two hour and forty-five <laughs> minutes show. <laughs> Look, man, this is like this but it's been I good, love. man. Yeah, no, this is what I'm I love really. right here. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And with football, awesome. man. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. We definitely gonna it. have to get back with y'all. Like Ooh, it don't matter sure. if you need to come, maybe come to y'all show or however yeah. you want to do it. And uh I think this has been a great experience. You guys, you dropped a lot of knowledge on us, and uh we appreciate you guys talking football. Um everybody who's listening to us, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, you guys can, if you want to follow, uh, the swamp, uh, inside Florida athletics, it's all in the description. Also, you guys go ahead and tell the people where they can find you. You can follow your boy breezy while I'm still on here. Not suspended. And I am breezy. I, I. Yeah. He gets suspended and you can follow me on Twitter at ace wave one. Y'all got any, uh, content coming out soon. I used to say you guys recorded the show. Did you already put it out yet? Yeah, we put it out early. Yeah, we put it out already. All right. So oh, okay. Guys, okay. A little bit late. That's my fault. That's my fault. I mean, that, that's how work was. They look tired of that work. Couldn't even put no, it out. No, I feel you, bro. Now, you should do it on my break. I couldn't even get a break today. <laughs> it happens, man. Yeah. And uh, so we're, we're going to get out of here. Uh, appreciate you guys coming through. Uh, we'll see you guys next Wednesday, 8-15. Yes, we'll some big, Some good content for you. Yeah, and we out this thing going through game one. Let's see. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas to y'all because uh, it's here, it's here for me. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go Gators. Go Gators. Yeah, go Gators. Go, go Gators. Gators. Y'all have a blessed night, man. Thank you.
Y'all as well, man. Appreciate y'all boys, man. No, appreciate y'all, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank y'all.